Let's fucking do it. You ready? Yeah. Arizona. Welcome to a Saturday night right here in Phoenix, Arizona. About Stranger Things, I watched it. Did you? All yeah. of it? No, no, 15 minutes of the first episode. Fuck you. <laughs> I can't even, t- I can't talk about it because the I don't know what disappeared. Happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened either. <laughs> Fucking dick. I'm going to strike all this shit from the start. They always say that. Yeah, they always say that. They always say that. They're going to remove this in the edit, but that yeah. never happens. I'm telling you, this is AU right here. Audio AU. No, this is not audio AU. So, about this bike bag. Bike bag? Yes. Oh, yeah, the bike bag that you were supposed to make me for my birthday, which was a while ago. You'll get it by December for your birthday. That's about how it works. I usually get my birthday presents from you on your birthday. I'm going to say, or February. Yeah. We can just make it Valentine's Day. Oh, my Valentine's Day present. What do you want stamped in it? I'll take measurements while I'm here. I would like you to get an old school cowboy set of stamps and then make me a desert tableau scene with Isawaro and I'm bushes. I'm not a leather artist. I don't, I don't, I can't make you like a rose in a saddle. I can make you a bag and stamp some fucking letters into it. I have a cowboy alphabet, but I can't. You'll, you'll I, never be able to get up there, Dan, if you I'm don't try. Ne- okay, so you mean to try to carve leather for the first time and make a design for you. Okay. I'm just, yeah. I will, I will. We're gonna push that back. We're if just you never gonna, shoot for the, the moon. I'm gonna say that's next year's birthday <laughs> I don't care if it's a birthday present in 10 years. If you have to, like, aspire to it, that, that would be cool, too. And that would actually be even more meaningful. Oh, shit. You did, I got the... I might not have that bike by that time. The EO and the Aether. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. that sweet-ass alphabet. With all the, the OE ligatures. Mm-hmm. The AE ligatures. So, yeah, I would like something with, like, Phoenix on it, maybe? Do you? Kind Do of. you really? I, I, why not? Because... I don't know. I want, That's what I wanted to do. I was but, born in Phoenix. Yeah, me too. I've lived all but two of my years in Phoenix. Yeah. So you want Phoenix on that bag? Ripping Phoenix. Can you tool me out the picture of a Phoenix? No. <laughs> I really want someone to do that for me, though. I'll do it for you then. <laughs> tool, tool because I'm like you. I I I I, I don't try. have I don't have this compulsion of like I can't do this thing. I don't care if it looks I like shit. You're going to get it. I think the thing, you know, and fire would probably be easier than cactus. And Actually, fire would be easier because it's an yes, abstract concept. Yes. You can go like, oh, yeah, I meant to put that there. Yeah. Those, those lines, those, it's the ghostliness you can it's see mythical, in the front of the back. Bro. Yeah. It's a <laughs> mythical beast. No one's ever seen one. You don't know if it has three heads. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make that happen. So, yeah, sounds way, way easier than a sunset and a horse and cactus. Horse and a cactus in a hat. Yeah, <laughs> riding off into the sunset, you know. Yeah. Can you, like, in- integrate all the other cliches as well? Like rattlesnakes? 
Arizona cliches. So, uh, Scottsdale, can you get me like a drunken sorority boy? It's like orange in color. Sorority boy, fraternity boy. I have, well, if you tan the leather just right, it comes out uh, like someone who looks like they're from Scottsdale. There you, you can go. get it like the, orange. The, the 30 year old trophy wife who looks like she's 90. With the hard boobs. Yeah. Oh, God. Shiver. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, like, with the hard boobs, immediate, immediately knew what you were talking about and just like, shut up. That like white tank top with a large canyon. With, well, and then there's the obviously like one is pointing at nine and one is pointing at seven. Yeah. You're like, you got a lazy eye in your shirt. <laughs> Come on, focus. <laughs> uh, your husband must be a doctor. <laughs> I can tell by your shirt. <laughs> He's a plastic shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my husband is a doctor, but I can't afford it because it's full. Yeah. It looks like Botox. Yeah. <laughs> Botox. Right? There you go. So, you have you have No Man's Sky? You I've been playing No Man's Sky. Played No Man's Sky. Uh, every waking moment that I have not been working on four jobs. Yeah. Um, it's great. All I know about it is that it's it's procedurally generating penis monsters. That's all that's I. The thing. Yeah, that's all I've, I've also, read. Also, also spires of ore that also look like penises. Oh, yeah, bulbous. Know. Uh, phallic. Not just that. Not just bal- not bulbous. Bulbous is a thing. Yeah. Bulbous is like oh, ore in in real life actually makes like bulbous forms where it's yeah. just globules kind of like joined together. Yeah. No, 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 no. These are gigantic penises <laughs> that stretch to the horizon. Huh. And you have a gun, and you shoot them, and you get ore. Sold. Now, I actually haven't really seen that many pieces. I've seen a lot of saguaros. Actually, yeah. I found Arizona, Space Arizona. It was fucking awesome. And I, it was right after, so on this on the No Man's High subreddit, Yeah. the uh, the guy was like, oh, I found Space Arizona. And it's a picture of like a, a sandy plain with an arch. It looks exactly like Utah. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's Space Utah, dude. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess well, I didn't think about the arch, but I put it up. I'm like, eh. That's yeah. cool, though. Yeah. I come home an hour into playing. I found Space Arizona. Yeah. I land on this little moon outside there's, of this gigantic there's thing. There's orange people that are speeding drunk. <laughs> Is that where you're? What's there's lots of saguaros, lots of like, organ pipe cactus thing going on. Oh, okay. But holy shit, man. It was amazing. I think, did you see that on the, on the Hangout? No. I actually sent oh, you a picture of it. Oh, that was from No Man's Sky. That was no, from No Man's Sky. I, I knew, I just thought it was like digital art. I, exactly. No mm-hmm. Man's Sky looks like digital art. No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is great. So was... the the hype machine, which I successfully dodged because I heard about No Man's Sky two years ago. Yeah. And I was like, that sounds amazing. I don't want to hear anything else about it until it's released. Mm. And I, I want to be playing this the next time I know about it. Because I knew they're gonna have to shit out of it. I didn't want to, I didn't want to run that risk of like overhyping myself. Yeah. And also I heard like, oh, procedural generation as a programmer who has done procedural generation mm-hmm. in Unity as, you know, game design. I know what that entails. And I know it's not going to be like Minecraft, which is procedurally generated, mm-hmm. but saves all of your, your changes locally, which allows you to, like, build your own castles and everything. No Man's Sky doesn't save any of that shit. So it's going to be like... They say that they're going to put in base building and saving things. I don't know how that's going to work real well. But we'll see how it works out. But I knew for a fact that it wasn't going to be like Minecraft in space, mm-hmm. which is totally what I want. I want Minecraft in space. I want to be able to fly down to a, a planet, have that planet be like exactly fidelity, fidelity to real world, and then build whatever I want. 
It's not going to be like that. Right, they knew they couldn't pull it off. Sweet. So my expectations were very low going into it. And then there was a super huge shitstorm of like, oh my God, the dev lied about all these things. Oh my God, he's a horrible person. I, I shouldn't have pre-ordered. <laughs> uh, well, people were like getting refunds on the first day and shit. I heard about that. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. I just kind of sat back and ate some popcorn and was like, eh, this yeah. is a thing. <laughs> I'm going to play it in three days after Boys of Bear Canyon because I have to go camping in the woods for three days after the, yeah. the release date. How was that? On a on a scale of Joe never wants to go being a zero. Joe wants to go again. And Joe wants to go every year being an 11. Where would he rank it? 11. An 11. It's going every year. He wasted a lot of his time because he... Dr- so here's the thing about Boys of Bear Canyon. David and I mm-hmm. no longer drink to excess. Yes. We understand moderation. Yes. We get up there, we set up our camps on Friday night. We have a mm-hmm. beautiful supper with everybody else, like whatever they're cooking there, which is usually green chili and yeah. Actually this time it was uh um five Dutch ovens of chili. Okay. Two of them were spicy, two of them were green chilies. Mm-hmm. Fucking delicious. Absolutely delicious. Yep. So eating the chili, like chilling out, have a beer, it's all good to go. Joe hits it hard because mm-hmm. that's what you do when you go to Boys Bear Canyon the first time. Mm-hmm. Wakes up Saturday morning. Immediately, he brings this, like, so you know what um, a beer stein looks like? Mm-hmm. It's a glass beer stein that probably holds a liter and a half of liquid. Is it Das Boot? It is basically Das Boot, but it's shaped like a beer In stein. Volume? Okay. In volume, it's very close. Okay. So he brings this thing out and he's like, I'm going to make Bloody Marys. And I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> so he fills that fucker all the way to the top. With, like, probably half a cup of vodka, maybe more, okay. which is a great way to start the morning. Hmm. I make a Bloody Mary. It's, like, two two ounces of vodka. Maybe three. You know. Yeah. You got to get there. Bye. Heavy-handed, too. Yeah. No, no, no. This is this is gigantic things. And then filled it up with uh, Bloody Mary mint, or tomato juice. He yeah. made them all by hand. So it was tomato juice, like, atomic horseradish and all this stuff. Yeah. Very awesome, but volume-wise was too much. And yes. Joe is a very skinny dude. Hmm. Tall, but skinny. Hmm. He had two of those. Oh, okay. So he's sitting there in front of Over the fire. Over the course of how, like, your stomach actually uh, have An hour volume. and a half. Okay, all right. Dude. He didn't pee during that time. He's going to have, like, an epic Adam Sandler or... You know, the longest P. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, what's the other? Austin Powers. Austin Powers, beginning of the movie. Yeah. McDuration. Evacuation. Com- yeah. McDuration. Yeah. Complete. Complete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he uh, he made that mistake, and then he was sick all, all Saturday, and he basically slept most of the day. And so getting up there Friday night, having, well, we got there Friday afternoon-ish, mm-hmm. and then having Saturday, and then you come back Sunday. So, like, he wasted Saturday. Uh, so he didn't really. No, no. He was like, "Oh my god, it's camping! I'm totally down for this." And I'm like, eh. "He enjoyed himself, but mm, he missed yeah. he missed half of it because yeah. <laughs> he was sleeping in his tent." It's That's nice, right. though. It's he nice wants to go to back. Sleep. <laughs> Sleeping's not a sleeping is not a bad thing. There was a time I yeah. <laughs> Let's put it this way: David and I went four wheeling in David's Jeep. Then David and I went to the lake. Then David and I went, we did a bunch of stuff while Joe was sleeping. So we get back to the thing, and it's like, where the hell is oh, he's still sleeping? Joe, yeah. it's almost time for lunch. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. He's yeah. still sleeping. He's sleeping since like 10 or whatever. Ah, whatever. Poor and then he falls asleep again at like 10 p.m., so it's like... You missed that, too? Yeah. Saturday night. 
Well, Saturday night, he got Saturday night. Yeah. But it wasn't that bad. And actually, Boys Canyon has totally mellowed out. Yeah. Yeah. You, it wouldn't be like what you remember. It was fucking crazy the first year I went. It was, it was fucking crazy. It was fucking nuts, dude. That was like, I don't know when I come. And then yeah. the next couple times I went, it was fine. Now yeah. it's seriously just like, it's mellow. Yeah. Like everybody gets together. We like hang out. Eat. We're not getting fucking drunk as fuck. Yeah. Like that's definitely mellowed out. The food is absolutely amazing. And just hang no out. No lighting fireworks and getting Arabian goggles. No Arabian goggles this time. Okay. But there were fireworks in the ass yes, last year. Mm-hmm. A rocket, uh, bottle rockets out of an ass, which I was just like, I'm going to go over here and wait for the, the rangers to come and tell us to stop <laughs> fucking shooting things off. Yeah. Fire danger was low because it is the monsoons and there's a lot of rain and it's very wet out there. But. Out of an ass, you say. My dad taught me well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Out of an ass, you say. Anyway, uh, it's mellowed out quite a bit. It's it's actually pretty fun now, and it's a it's a lot of like, we'll just go down to fish or go driving or whatever, and it's cool in the daytime. And this year, it reached festival status because we had Landon Schill show up and sing us some songs. Festival status. Festival status. So uh, let me see if I can. He he sang songs. Yes, a country star showed up and played us songs. Landon. He had a guitar. He had a guitar. He had a PA system. And a couple Damn. of a couple of microphones. On it, battery. So the way one of the uh, the new guys from last year had a. That's actually not even Landon Chill. That's another dude. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That's one of the Incredible other guys. fidelity for the middle of fucking. <laughs> uh, well, I have my recording. Yeah. So um, one of the new guys. Uh, Tilda, uh, Nick Gasmenia. He's a Tilda in his name. He's Tilda. That's how nicknames work, you know. So Tilda shows up and he he writes a song last year. So now we have a Boys of Bear Canyon like anthem. down where the pavement ends. It's it's yeah. So it's an anthem. Uh, this year he's been recording a he he runs a recording studio, uh, Hit Warehouse in Phoenix. Hmm. So he's running he's recording studio. Uh, this guy is a basically a country kid he's been he's a mormon kid from mesa uh, and he's been doing country stuff like he does little country concerts at his house every week have a big belt buckle he looks pretty country yeah uh, he looks um new country oh wireless microphone on his ear not garth brooks <laughs> oh no like i mean he's got like a trucker hat he's got like a chin strap beard okay. probably choose i'm not sure i might be i might be reading into that one he's got the comfortable Ariat boots instead of the justin's that look yeah, like he's got worn in like, boots yeah. he's not he's not garth brooks <laughs> with his like fancy duds he's like yeah he's a, he's a he's a country dude as much as a mesa guy can be yeah so i let's mean put it that way more so, so than most other people in the world i'm sure but he's got the fucking voice down that's the thing. So we're sitting there. It's like in the middle of the forest with a fucking PA system, two fucking microphones, the guitar, and we're just chilling around the campfire. And this motherfucker's having a country, like a singer-songwriter jam going on over here. Just like, what the fuck is going on? It's all battery up. It's like, well, it's it's Boys of Canyon, dude. We got like, yeah, we're watching the Cardinals preseason game yeah. on the satellite. On the, the projector. No, we didn't even have. Uh, so, 
the projector, we, we didn't even have like a screen. We had a inflatable screen with its own like fan blowing the entire time to keep the screen up. It's like pillars and it was obscene. It's not camping at all. This is glamping at best, but glamping, uh, glamorous camping when uh-huh. you take your RV out and yeah. sit around. <clears throat> so, yeah, he had like a full like coffee house concert setup, hmm. which is actually pretty good because dude can fucking sing, plays okay. guitar, it's actually pretty neat. He did a bunch of covers and he did a couple of original songs. This is obviously a cover. How long was his set? Uh, a couple hours. Off and on. Did he um, leave his guitar case out for tips? He did not. Okay. He wasn't there. I mean, he wasn't there to like do a concert or anything. Sounds like practice for him. Uh, yeah. Well, and that's what he does. He like he does this at his house every weekend, where he just people come over and drink and listen to him sing, because he's practicing to become a country star. Hmm. So. Good, good on him. Well, yeah, it, it was cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, like, it's kind of fun. Dude, it is fun. <laughs> and it was a, it was a refreshing change of pace rather than listening to like. I think Hank rang the doorbell. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it was a refreshing change of pace and not having to like listen to whatever random crap they had playing on the thing because they usually have the like boombox going can be hit or miss yeah so how about the olympics you've been watching any olympics have any of them held hold on hold on hold on oh country boys can survive well that but also going back to no man's sky because you oh me derailed oh let me just get to hold on does he have a no man's sky song he does not that'd be awesome uh so actually, Tilda got up there and sang along with him, and did a duet. <laughs> did they sing Ebony and Ivory? No, they sung. Uh... Oh God, what's that fucking song? the rock and roll oh my god what the fuck I love rock and roll no <laughs> they did not break out the Bengals who is that um that's the other girl band I only know one girl band <laughs> was it I love Rocky Road by Weird Al Yankovic no it was have another triple scoop with me <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was that one should have been fuck Weird Al Yankovic He's like gotten a record once. No, the last record he had with Chuck right, this right here. Oh, yeah. Never heard this song. <laughs> You've never heard that song. Drift away. Give me the beat, boys. Free my soul. Wait a minute. Is it the Want to get lost in your rock and roll? I don't know who it is. You've never heard you. You're fucking put me on. I can see it. Well, I know the lyrics, but I don't know who sings it. Fuck you. <laughs> who oh. sings that song? I don't know. Um, give me the beat. 
Captain Tennille? Yes, it's Captain That's Tennille. That's what I thought, yeah. They I didn't that. have to Google so, that shit. No Man's Sky. Yeah. Long story short. Oh. No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, giant hip hype meltdown. Bunch of people going, oh my God. No Man's High, mm. the subreddit, mm-hmm. is amazing. Because mm-hmm. it is simply people going like, oh man, this is great. Look at these visuals, man. We're just going to like fly around and like look at these animals. Wow. Isn't wow. that great? That subreddit is awesome. Because mm-hmm. it's seriously like, the other one is fucking toxic as hell. Mm-hmm. It's just people like, they lied to us, man. The fucking mm-hmm. devs. Oh my God. It's fucking, it's just so one's salty and as hell. on shrooms. <laughs> yeah. So it's just beautiful to like, just browse that. Every other post is like, I have to save this to my wallpaper folder because it's like a yeah. beautiful sci-fi book cover. Yeah. That's what, the, that's what oh I thought Oh my God. Said. It's so relaxing just to look at all these things. And that's what No Man's Sky is for me. It's just like... Wow, I'm just like flying around and like looking at shit. That's this is all perfect. I did with Spore, man. Spore I had more was time, great like that. Yeah. You know, there were parts of, I mean, and big, also big hype and kind of let down at the end of it all. Absolutely. Spore, Spore killed me on the hype. That, <sighs> yeah. was, that was where I learned my lesson, and that's why I wasn't hyped for No Man's Sky. Yeah. So, so that's No Man's Sky for me. I enjoy it. Uh, it is what it is. It has some shortcomings, and if you were hyped up on it, you're going to be disappointed. But if you accept it for what it is and enjoy it, you'll have fun. Probably wouldn't hurt to get high. But I haven't tried that yet. Oh. So Maybe in November when Arizona votes on recreational marijuana. <laughs> Which have you tried No Man's Sky on weed? <laughs> tried it on weed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that was that. What else did you say? The Olympics? No. I've yeah. not watched any Olympics. I don't care. You don't care about the Olympics? <clears throat> I, I don't care about the Olympics. I Every day at work, like around 10 or 11 o'clock, I go, man, I wish I was retired. The monsoons are here. Yeah. I wish I was at home yeah. watching, like listening to the rain, having a sweet cup of coffee, and watching the Olympics. A hot chocolate on the patio, man. Sure, listening yeah. Listening to the rain. I had, I had um, at one point, I was watching track and field on the TV, and I had... Um, women's, uh, what was it? It was uh, Ipe on my phone. <laughs> so I had I had an earbud in, and then at the break between like <laughs> the, I was watching the hammer throw, and these big Polska women that look like my some of the uh, Miller, uh, yeah, like a Miller. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that are. Uh, you'd thing, say like, stocky, but they're too tall for that. Oh my gosh! Big women, <laughs> yeah. big like Hansel and Gretel's like that's what you're thinking. Like, not T Rex, not T Rex, but I mean, can you turn that off? The um, mm-hmm. there's 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 like the pole vaulters, very fit. I know you're talking, but uh, pole vaulters very fit. Uh, triple jumps, the the long distance runners thin. The sprinters very you know buff looking, strong, very muscularly defined. The hammer throw people are a little on the thick side. Did you ever see the, shot putters. the hammer throw girl who took a nude picture last time, three years ago? No. Amanda something. But there is like... It was a tasteful, artistic, and caused a bit of a row. A row. Or as an American would say, a row. A row. Why are they getting mad at people rowing? A row. <laughs> it's not a row. I know. <clears throat> Even if you are American, and how do you row. spell it? R O W. <laughs> yes. Words can be spelled in English the same way, but pronounced. But I mean, and I didn't mean figure that out to the, the seventh grade. A row. A row. 
And I and I, when I read it now, when I see someone's upset, I'll say row, nonetheless. Row D, rowdy. I would say that maybe forty percent of the people that I meet probably, maybe not that high, would say row instead of row. Sure. I'd say over half. Sure. And would know. I consider myself well read. I sure. consider myself a. Row. Well acquainted with the English language and its are peculiarities. Have, are we going to have a row? Peculiarities. I would like to show you a naked woman, and I cannot do that because my technology is not cooperating. Hmm. So modern pentathlon is sweet. I was talk, talking to you about the, uh, you the, the way the fencing works, where it's kind of like single elimination to the top. I think that's cool. It's modeled after like getting behind enemy lines. So you like you swim across a channel, you steal a horse, you <laughs> like fence your way into the mansion, and then you run and shoot people out of the mansion. I don't know, but that's what it was supposed to be like. It's it was like developed in the early 1900s and is is modeled after like war behind enemy lines. That's where they come up with the five events. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that that's cool. <clears throat> you know what's weird? <clears throat> 5K walking. Man, I mean, <laughs> like, I get it. I really do. But the, like, the, the, <clears throat> the classic form for uh, commentary is the, you know, a color guy and the, the play-by-play guy. And it's a recipe that works for almost every sport. It's just tried and true. <clears throat> but being the color guy <laughs> for 50k men's uh, race walking, see, it's, that's fucking serious right there. There's a serious naked hammer throwing woman right there. Nothing wrong with that. She's getting ready too. She's got about two more revolutions till she's spinning on her heel, hurling that thing 70 meters or however far they go. Yep. How far do they go? 40 meters, 70 meters? I don't know. I've never watched it. I'm not an Olympics person. Sorry. It's fucking awesome though. When it is. I did, <sighs> I did discus and shot put in school. I was not offered the hammer throw or I would have done it. Yeah. Shot put's fucking amazing too. Shot put was the, the least favorite thing I could have ever done in my life, <laughs> to be honest. I would love yeah. to do caber toss. I'd love to do keg toss, both for height and distance. I did not enjoy shot put. I the, fucking love the shit out of discus. Hated shot put. The least favorite thing you've ever done? Uh, well, as as a sport, I've played basketball, I've played football, I've played t-ball, I've played soccer, oh, I've played... I, think I had a lot of sports experience as a child. You had a check in order to go play sports. I would figure that'd be probably least favorite, you know. What, a, an attractive nurse touching my balls? No, that was fine. I was okay with that. Eh. <laughs> Attractive. I, I didn't mind how, that. How many did you have done? Because I swear I had an old man or two. Just one. Oh. And uh, it was fine. I say it was. Uh, yeah, it was a gamble every time. It definitely was. Cold, Actually, I, I have had two club. of those. One of them was for Cable One. Cable One. Yes. Working at an ISP as a technical support person on the phone, I had to have a man touch my balls. Hmm. Cable One. Well, that makes sense. So if you have Cable One for uh, for your internet service, remember they're a bunch of ball touchers. This episode brought to you. This episode brought to you by Cable One. By Cox. We're going to touch your balls. <laughs> no, 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 no. I bet you if you work at Cox, they don't touch your balls. Cable One, they touch your balls. I know. That's why this is brought to you by Cox. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I just got taken. I don't know. Maybe they're just like, hey, you need to go over here and get your balls touched. Hey, but no. Mark. He's that six foot six beauty. I want to see what his. <laughs> uh, well, it's standard procedure. <laughs> yeah, it's Turn standard head. procedure. It's a screening for the, uh, for the medical insurance. Something. You need to go pee in a cup and have a guy touch your balls, and yeah. we'll be good. 
And it's I don't just, think that this is going to be relevant to me sitting in a chair and telling old ladies how to reset her modem. Hey, get two, two or three pictures, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, that that uh, seems to be in order. Why don't you stand up against that wall, and for I'll take a couple of pictures for reference, and uh, we'll we'll be done here in just a second. Okay. Can you, can you bend over a little bit for me? Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, make love to the camera. Like <laughs> no, they, that would have been a little bit suspicious. I think. Have you seen Penny Dreadful? I have not. Oh, pretty good. Should I watch it? It's okay. It's the music is. <clears throat> If you have a line between super corny and campy and like exactly what a picture needs, and there's a there's a, there's a line between it, they toe the line on the good side of like this. That's exactly what this scene needed. But if you focus on it, you're like, this is almost cliche, but it's good. And that's just the music. That's the score behind okay. each scene. What is the visuals like? What um, are the visuals like? Okay, so up a penny dreadful is a. Um, is pro is it's a comic book. It's a cheap comic book from like Victorian England that was supposed to get cheap thrills. Okay, so it's kind of like cheap thrills. A penny dreadful is almost like uh, someone buying the Esquire or Star. Oh, so okay, so it's like a trashy magazine type of thing. Kinda, but more like a graphic novel comic book. Okay, so like pulp fiction, but trashier. But a little, yeah, a little cheap, okay. trashy sort of stuff. And that's what a penny dreadful is, and they reference that in the show. But you have classic horror themes, like um, you're watching it, and you're like, okay, you're waiting for like Dracula to come out. Welcome to recording. I don't know. We're getting there. The themes are classic horror, like. You're waiting for Dracula to show up. You know, someone's kind of like a witch superstition something. Is it kind of grimy? Yeah, well, it's Victorian England. So, I mean, there's, okay. so it's there's grim, crime. but like. Yeah. Well, I, Grimm's fairy tales. Is Grimm. Oh, uh, England. So, not German, Black Forest. I think Grimm's fairy tales, I think of Black Forest. You think it's it's like Jack the Ripper? It is Jack the Ripper, okay. yes. yes. Is it Jack actually the Jack the Ripper? Uh, it's post Jack the Ripper. They okay. reference is this another, is this like Jack because people are dying and they don't know okay. if it is because of Jack the Ripper or if it's because of something like Frankenstein's monster or, yeah. or a werewolf or a vampire or you just know it's something classic but you're like I don't know if if Frankenstein's fucking in this I don't know is that guy a werewolf and then you know oh, it's not he's not a werewolf he's just that's a, how the Grim I the the series that came on I think NBC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brothers Grimm. Was it that? I think so. Well, I don't know. You tell you me. You think of the Brothers Grimms, Grimsby? The Grimms? Sasha Baron's Cohen? No, the one that modeled Grimm's fairy tales in different... I don't remember being Brothers Grimm. I think uh, this was just like... Maybe Grimm, that was the movie. Grimm's fairy... Yeah, well, Brothers Grimm oh, with... Grimm. I think it was just called Grimm. Okay, that would work. Yeah. That one was very much Brothers like... Grimm was it the movie? Monster of the Week. This time mm-hmm. it's a harpy. This time it's a werewolf. <laughs> like, that got old real quick. One, one thing that I... I um, <laughs> Lynn and I will be watching a show and it'll be like you can tell it's a um, it's a seasonal thing and you're like ah this is the level one bad guy because at the end of the season uh, they're going to get the bad guy and that was level one and they're probably yeah. going to have three and you're like oh no this guy's even worse speaking of that Stranger yes. Things uh, yeah Stranger Things I watched it you watched 15 minutes of the first one yeah Says I've you. seen it that's all you need is 15 minutes of the first one. The little boy disappeared after that's like, that's like going, I don't like Parks and Rec because I watched the first season. I've watched like four or five episodes. Like uh, the blonde was in a ditch or something. Parks and Rec? Yeah. 
we don't have to talk about that okay. if you haven't watched it. Okay. It's amazing. The first first season is throwaway. Just don't even watch it. Oh. Start with season two. I love all the funny gift gifs. I'm gonna. Let, I don't care. Anymore. Okay. I said it, it was both. fun when we did it the first time. I'm good. I'm I always going it. to say GIF. You can say whatever you want. I'm gonna say both because I'm guaranteed to have said it right. No, it infuriates me that you try. I'm Just pick also one and stick to it. Guaranteed to have said it wrong. That is also true. But I'm right. You just say GIF. I will just gloss over it. Remember the last time we talked and you said GIF and I could hear in your voice that you were ready for a fight, but I didn't let it happen. I moved on. I was the mature, upstanding individual that I am and just went, ah, Dan is going to stick with GIF. I'm okay with that. I'm I'm not going to justify it. You you had me at mature and upstanding. (laughs) (laughs) Mature and upstanding. It's my name. I work for the Rotary Club, motherfucker. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm an unpaid consultant to the Rotary Club, motherfucker. Thank you. Well, I I was there when the mayor got inducted as a member. I used to hang out at the American Legion. So there. Yes, actually, that's way, way cooler than the Rotary. (laughs) (laughs) The Rotary, I still pay for food. (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, it will be okay uh, hopefully nobody from the rotary ever listens to this uh, one of them just became my friend on facebook so who knows the mayor one of the mayors did no the uh the uh, whatever <laughs> hmm. a thing the guy that got me to do the uh website for the boys and girls club of surprise which never actually happened it's 18 months of me paying for hosting. No, I pay for hosting regardless. It wasn't really that much money, but it was like, you know, 20 bucks worth of domain names. Hmm. So it was that, and then that evaporated. So now I'm still on the Surprise Youth Foundation board, which is the new thing that the Boys and Girls Club turned into, but the guy that got me into it fucked off. He, he said, I'm not doing this anymore. So he went with the Rotary Club, which he was a member of before, and left to the Boys and Girls Club, then when that evaporated, he went back to the Rotary Club. What's so a he, Rotary Club? Rotary Club. But, oh, wait, wait. No, no, never mind. I actually know. What is the Rotary Club? That's where they... They, turn, they drive Mazdas. They 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 uh, turn your rotors. It's a brake system overall. It's a brake maintenance yeah. group that gets together and maintains brake pads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing. I guess brake pads wouldn't be because those are disc brakes. Yeah, and they just they just mess with the rotor part, not the caliper part. They just turn the rotors. That's that's so what a rotary club. Rotary is. refers to the um, back in like the 1900s or whatever. The first two guys that started up the club would get together and talk about business at a different. They would rotate the location of the meeting every day, so they would go to this restaurant and they would go to this restaurant. So they would rotate it. So they're in the Rotary Club. That's what the Rotary Club is. It's basically a bunch of business people get together and collude about prices. <laughs> or do whatever it is that business people do when they get in a big room. Hmm. I don't know because I'm not a business person. I pretend to be, but you know. That's how it goes. So, I'm working for the Surprise Youth Foundation. I'm working for the Rotary Club for their Taste of Surprise, which is... Uh, this is very fun. It's a whole thing. And if I bitch about it here and they never listen to it, no harm done. If I bitch about it here and they listen to it, who knows? So I want to bitch about it. <laughs> so and I'm not even going to bitch about it. It's uh, it's just funny what their expectations are. So this thing is the taste of surprise. For the, it's the third year, third annual. And let me preface this: I have also been 
I've gone to the Flavors of the West. Down in Avondale or whatnot. Litchfield right? Park. Litchfield Park. And also the Goodyear Ballpark. Okay. So the first year I went, it was the Litchfield, uh, <laughs> Litchfield downtown, the old town Litchfield. And I walked around, just took pictures for my own use. Uh, Karen was didn't go with me, so I was there alone. Had a taco or something. Had so, uh, well, it's a food tasting event, so I went to like I really only ate like three things, but I also had like nine tasters of Santan. So there was that because they had Sex Panther that they were giving out, and Sex Panther is delicious. If you could not play with that, that would be good. Pens fine the mic. So it, um, I went down to Litchfield, took pictures for them and all that stuff. Then uh, tagged them in the pictures for next year or whatever on their Facebook. The One of the, the Mavericks, the West Valley Mavericks, is the, the organization that puts it on, which is a group of uh, business people, business, well, businessmen, who um, do charity work and stuff like that. They got had a hold of me and said, hey, you want to do the pictures for the next one? We're going to have it at the ballpark instead of downtown Litchfield. It's like, ah, oh, fuck yeah. So I became the photo sponsor. Really all I meant is like, oh, I get to like have my name right once and do pictures for free, Mm. which, you know, because you can eat exposure, but (laughs) that's neither here nor there. So I did that down there in Litchfield. Um, So I'm familiar with like, oh, this is a little tiny tasting thing, turns into a thing at the ballpark. Cool. This year, like this month, last two weeks, I have been roped into helping with the Taste of Surprise, which the last two years has been at a riverboat casino right over there where they play bingo. Hmm. And it was on a Wednesday night, Wednesday afternoon. So at 4 p.m. on a Wednesday, you would go and drink some wine and eat some food, and yeah, that's great. Who can go to a riverboat bingo hall on a Wednesday afternoon? You know. Geriatrics. Thank you. That is the that is the target demographic for this thing. <laughs> now, this year, last year it was geriatrics. This year they're having it at the Surprise Stadium on a Saturday night, Saturday afternoon. Which opens it up to a whole different demographic. They want to sell a thousand tickets. They're gonna cap it at a thousand. Karen and I both went. I'm sorry, what? You're having it at a stadium, and you're only gonna have a thousand people. That's gonna look like four people, because it's a stadium. It's What's made. the capacity of a stadium? As a stadium. I don't know what the capacity of our stadium is, but it's not a thousand. <laughs> it's quite a bit more because it's the Kansas City Royals and the Texas Rangers Spring Training Stadium. It can hold some people. So it, we're not going to be in the, in the stands. It's not a big deal. But we'll be on the concourse. So having a 1,000 people is going to be like a waste of space. So regardless, it's going to be a bigger thing. It's a completely different demographic. These people don't yet kind of realize that. So also last year, they didn't have any social media presence. This year, they're going to hit that hard. They have me, who's doing the website. They have a guy who does social media for Dex Media, an actual social media company that does advertising and actually will spend money to advertise this thing. And also another guy who does like all the social media for the Rotary Club and a bunch of other stuff. So they're going to hit it from three different directions. They're going to have it at a different venue, which is humongous. They're going to have it on a Saturday instead of a Wednesday, and they're going to they're going to market the fuck out of it. This thing's going to be a lot bigger than they think it is. So when when is it? April of next year. April of next year. So the taste of surprise, I'm advertising it here to our seven listeners. Mm. We get like seven or eight listens per episode now. Twelve on one of them that I advertised on Reddit because it was relevant to a, a thing. Uh, so if you're listening to this, if you want to come to the taste of surprise in April of 2017 
at the Surprise Stadium. You might talk about it before then. Tasteofsurprise.com. You can look it up there. I will be doing that website. So that is the thing. You can also laugh at my web design skills. So uh, that's the thing that I'm doing. And I, Karen and I are both laughing because it's going to be big. And I don't know if they're ready for it. I hope they are. It's going to be fun. Either way. Taste of surprise. So it's local restaurants that are buying. It'll be West Side restaurants. Uh, They're not buying. The restaurants will be joining for free, but there will be sponsors. So they'll be like, right now, Dental will get a sponsor spot and that will help do it and it's all for charity it's for the rotary club they're like a charitable organization they have a foundation etc 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 so it's not like for profit at all but it'll be a thing it's interesting um it'll be a lot of work for me and it will be a lot of work for everyone else that is involved during the website are you also doing the photography that day I'm i'm gonna just go and shoot stuff but i'm not volunteering that and no one has asked for it so is it one day yeah it's a single day so it's it's just saturday all day no, it'll be in the afternoon, I think. Like afternoon so to like early evening. Four to seven. Sure. I don't know these things yet, Dan. Two to eight. I can dig through my notes. They're all in this box right here. I, like an adult, Daniel, have copious amounts of notes. I also have the bylaws of a corporation that I am on the board for. Uh, and also several other things which are making me feel like an adult. And the pressure is weighing hard on me. Are you going to lose an inch? So much pressure weighing down on you. No, hopefully not. I couldn't I couldn't stand myself if I was any shorter than 6'6". Six, six. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the world looks like from down there, Dan. It Dan, scares me. Down here at 6'3". He's 6'3", Dan. Yes, Dan <laughs> is 6'3". We're and a half. Six three and a half now. Mm-hmm. You grow. You grew since you walked in here. Depends what shoes I'm wearing. Yeah. Okay. Like right now, I have flip flops on. Yeah. Gives me a good. You lose seven inches when you get the flip flops on. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, you're actually average height. We we have other friends that are much smaller. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, no, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of work. It's it's good though. I feel like I'm actually entering the world of adultness. 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 See, that's when I gloated about knowing a lot of English words and grammar. And then I use something like adultness. It really speaks to my... English is sweet because you can make stuff up. Perspicacity. <laughs> anyway. So that is the thing. Marcus, so what have you been doing, man? Mark is voracious about language, everybody. Voracious. I yeah. read voraciously as a child. Yes. There which led to my capacious vocabulary. There you go. Expansive. My dog is giving me a sarcastic look. I don't think he's literally looking at me like really good. Man, you're just waiting for say something French, aren't you? (laughs) Maybe we started talking about Rosa Parks at one point. He was like, "Oh shit!" You said Rosa Parks. Parks. Yes. Let's not wind up the dog again. I'm sure the listeners will remember that. So anyway, what have you been doing? You've been uh, working more magic, more cardboard fetish. I have been. there's a <clears throat> if uh, there's a there's a thing that's pointless in Arizona that exists and it's called a growing grass. <laughs> yes. There's a thing that's also called wasting water. Yeah. Goes by the same name, growing grass. It's it's part and parcel. Uh, You've been uh, doing both, I hear. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I just started to waste water because I had to plant grass. So. But you also had a sprinkler issue, didn't you? So you were wasting water as well as not growing grass. 
Okay, so <laughs> the grass wasn't... Okay, so when I moved, recently moved into a house... Yeah. You became a homeowner. Yeah, at, it's at awesome. At all of our, our warnings. At so many adultness, much yes. adultness. So adult. <laughs> it's a much thing. Much adultness. Getting <laughs> a house is a big step. Need the, need the dog meme. It's so adultness. The what meme? Doge. Doge. Dog. Doggy. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to let you twist on the vine there, buddy. I say doge. Doge. But I am sure that I am wrong. Uh-oh. The doge meme. The doge. Do, do, doge meme? Fuck. Now you have me. So adult. Yes. Much wow. Much, <laughs> much responsibility. So wow. Yeah. So, um, had winter rye planted when we moved in. It was very green. Mm-hmm. Uh, mowed that lawn three times, maybe. Uh, I continued to water, you know, here and there. I tried everything. I tried four minutes. I tried 10 minutes. I tried 12 minutes. I tried, eight, you know, and then up to like 20 minutes. And I could not get any of this grass to grow over the last couple of months. Chalked it up to being too hot. Said, you know what? Mm. Uh, you know, I have this like crab grass that is growing in maybe three spots. And at that, it's just about eight inches of grass and like, hey, crabgrass, if you want to grow, I will gladly water you. It never wanted to grow. Got a letter from the Homeowners Association, HOA. Okay. Most people really love HOAs. Yeah, most people love HOAs. Lo- most do. people. They appreciate how clean they keep neighborhoods and how they don't let cars. Who are these people, Dan? They don't like cars there in front of their house at midnight and shit like that. So, um, I would like to meet these people. My HOA said that you need to water your grass or we're going to fine you $30. And I'm like, I have been watering my grass. We just, it we just got a, a thing saying you need to take the dead branch off your tree because it looks bad. Yeah. And we said, it's a fucking tree. You fucking cunts. We're going to leave it up there. And you like your HOA too? Oh, I love my HOA. HOAs dude. Are I know, great. I know the, the president of the HOA. They he walks around my neighborhood and apparently is afraid of skin cancer because he, like, regardless. Anyway, love my joy. So uh, <clears throat> I uh, went out and bought a bow rake and decided that. Also known as a hoe? What is, a, what is a bow rake? A bow rake. So there's like the leaf rake that has the flexible yes. tines, and the bow rake is the one that's straight and comes down here, and it has more. I would like use it all three inch hard metal tines. Yes, to, yeah. to like rake. Rocks. I did not know that was called a bow rake. It's, it's I just called rake. those rakes. I just found that out this weekend when Good I times. when I bought it. You went to Home Depot and you're like, oh, it's a bow rake. Lowe's, yes, okay. bow rake. Um, <laughs> I cultivated my front yard, which did you wear cleats and go? I know. Did you do a tango? I, I used a bow rake, so I like... So you like swung it? Yes, used it like a hoe, and, and once I kind of got underneath where the turf was, I would pull it up. Oh, God. It was, I figured, well, I was like... You, you, know, have, you have um, sod, though, right? It was, they laid sod when I first moved in. Yeah, I don't know if you can tear up sod like Ooh, that. Ooh, tore it all up, man. Okay. Cultivated down. It's no longer sod, it's now just soil. It's, that should be fine. It's topsoil and caliche. I would have done. Yes. I we have sod back here and it, there's, it has died back and it's now just like dirt. But you can see where there are cracks in the dirt in the specific geometric configuration that sod <laughs> would sod. be. So. This has a green plastic under netting that you know okay. holds the sod in. So I was like sure. tearing that up and trying to take that out of my arm. Oh, God. That's, anyway, a, that's a big thing. Uh, budgeted three hours, went about it, six. You um, got off easy. That was just Sunday. And that was like, okay, I have I have cultivated the front yard. And which, 
cultivating, I thought cultivating was a process of like growing something. Apparently cultivating is actually just mixing. Mixing the soil. There are different uses for the term, but yes. Okay. A cultivating a garden is all of the things that need to happen to make a garden go from nothing to something. Cultivating the land yes. is literally like plowing the land with a piece and, of and iron. That's, and I, you know what? Uh, if my dad would have told me to do that, I'd have been like, at 16, I couldn't have said, fuck I couldn't have said, fuck you, but he would have put me through a wall, but I would have been bitching the whole time and I would have oh, done yeah. it. But this time I was like, I took an extreme See, amount of pride. my dad would have been like, here's the breaker bar. Mm-hmm. Here's a seven foot long piece of, of steel. Mm-hmm. Go out there and break up that caliche. And I'd be like, fuck yes. <laughs> I've used because that one thing of is those, fucking awesome. The heavy bar, where yeah. You can I feel drop like a barbarian, the spear, just like <laughs> it's so awesome. Used those before, yeah. So I'm, I cultivated it, um, threw some gypsum down, mixed that in, threw some more gypsum down, watered it. Um, like I said, it's just an exercise and futility. Well, growing grass so in Arizona. What um, uh, what do you think of the growing sentiment that? Lawns are fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. People that grow lawns are stupid, mm-hmm. and lawns are dumb. After, after, well, I'll, I'll there's just a much more. Much, there's much more. Uh, I think they're a waste of water, and I think that we live in a desert, and I think that World War Three is going to be fought over water, not oil. So I, I have all, all those of that. Things, so actually, but I feel really good that I'm going to like. I did everything I could. I put down my grassy. I put down my topper, and I leveled it all out. And it and it took uh, what five days. Yeah. You know, it was like six or more hours on a Sunday. I'm proud of the work that and you've then, accomplished. And then like come home from work, and then you just go right to the yard. I replaced all my sprinkler. You know, I replaced all my sprinkler stuff, good. and it was it was fun. Took a lot of pride in it. It was. It would have been more arduous if I didn't own this home. It's way easier to get out there and do your own shit than someone else's shit. It, you, you are much more likely to be like, nah, I'm going to fuck off and go sleep for a while. Yeah. Then I'll come back out here and do it. Because nobody gives a fuck because it's my lawn. Yes. There, it, so it takes a little longer. You have a little more pride so, in it. I am very happy for you, Dan. That is, that is awesome. You did a lot of work, and that is a very good thing. Work is a good thing for the human psyche and soul. Yes. I, I appreciate that. Lawns are dumb. They are. Lawns are a I holdover, out. a vestige from the aristocracy in Europe that would say, yeah. I have all of this land. Yes. It's very easy to grow a lawn in Europe because it just rains mm-hmm. and grass grows. Even Jersey. You don't have to you worry can about it. a nice lawn in Jersey without you can. even trying. The aristocracy, they would also have, uh, you know, free lawn clippings Tuffy in the form of mazes. goats and fucking cows yeah. and shit. So you could just grow a lawn. But the thing about a lawn was like, look at all this land that I'm doing nothing with. I'm so rich, I can just make grass forever. It's amazing. So when people came to to America in the early 1900s, the Scott Chemical Company was like, Scott. Yes, Scott Grass, Mm -hmm. decided to sell a seed. And the seed is resistant to chemicals, and the seed is whatever. It's a a cultural... Monsanto? No, that's not. Just because it's an evil chemical company doesn't make it Monsanto. I have been curious for a few days. I didn't think so, but I didn't know either way. Maybe. I, I could not tell you. Anyway, lawns are dumb. They're a vestige of an older time. It's it's people that are trying. Basically, the, the fact of having a lawn is like a big fuck you and saying, like, I'm so rich, I can do nothing with this land. Mm-hmm. In a desert, it's, it's like doubly dumb. So even in a place where it grows automatically, it, I'm like, that's kind of stupid. But in a desert, it's even worse. I'm not telling you no. I, I know. Do not take your garden out or your, your grass out. And we have grass back here, but if you were to take a look at my backyard, you would understand that 
I'm into diversity. <laughs> yes. There's milkweed growing in my backyard because I want butterflies. I want mm-hmm. the I want the mar- the monarch butterflies to come. And I didn't plant this milkweed. It's just growing mm-hmm. because that's where milkweed grows. I'm okay with. Weed. Um, uh, I had a clover. I had a globe mallow plant. Globe which is a mallow? globe mallow. It's the it's the like pale mallow. green one that comes up and has a big giant orange globe on it. Hmm. It's a beautiful plant. It's a native weed to Arizona, and it just started growing in the backyard. Like fuck it, you know what? There's a globe mallow in the middle of my lawn. I'm cool with that. Yeah. See, I'm okay with clover. A lot of people look at clover and say, "Well, see, I thought we had clover back there, but guess yeah. what? It turned into goat weed. It goat wasn't goat heads. Oh, it goat was cockle burr." So oh. cockleburr is growing back there, which I totally thought was like, oh, look at the clover. No, cockleburr. That sucks. That's the stuff that would get in my like socks when I was playing yeah. soccer as a kid. Mm-hmm. It was kind of annoying. It's not a big deal for me. Like I'm gonna let it grow and and hopefully it doesn't seed back there, but it's gonna seed anyway because that's yeah. what it is. So I'll deal with that. But I, I that's weird. I did find a goat head back there, and I fucking I went on a religious like. I'm, I'm now religiously hunting for goat heads because ho- goat heads will not grow in my backyard. I will not have that. But anything else that wants to grow back there that isn't horns. dangerous to me, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So there's yeah. That. Only few few bugs are kill on site, and Linda's turned me on to creep. So I'll kill. I you know things. Your, your that wife kill. is a bee whisperer, man. She is awesome with bees. She's, I used to. She's like, oh my god, there's a bee I in this run. restaurant. I'm just gonna just gonna okay, come here, little bee, and she cups it yeah. with her hand, just takes the bee outside, and just goes. There you go. Everyone at the table is like, oh my God, things going to yeah. fucking sting her. What you the see fuck? Simone Biles freak out. She, well, you didn't watch the Olympics. But Simone Biles, big gold medalist. She had a bee in her bouquet when she's standing on the yeah. gold platform on the top. She's like, oh, she throws down the bouquet, <laughs> jumps off the platform. Wow. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, a bee. And I'm like, Linda would have been a very gracious gold medalist. She'd be yeah. like, oh, look, I have a bee and a gold medal. <laughs> Um, she would have picked the bee up in her right hand and been like, yeah. "Look at this bee, everyone!" Yeah. Oh, it's such a cute bee. Yeah, so I don't mind bees. That's anymore. our goal is to have is to have bees. Uh, now, I'm going to say something that is um, highly illegal, so you know we shouldn't publish this on a web. But <clears throat> anyway, I love creosote, 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 greasewood. How whatever you want to call it, creosote. I love that bush. Okay, why is this illegal? Because I want to take a shovel to one in the desert and put it in my lawn. I want ah, multiple ones of those. There's that. And I'm tired of seeing them. But you just go collect some seeds and put it in your lawn. Nobody I could know do the difference. That. I could. I could. I could do that too. I get. See. Okay. The what spurred it is on uh, what is that? west of 91st Avenue. Yeah. They bulldozed it. You know, they're just oh, yeah. they're gone. They're developing your area. And those like were. They do. And I, you know, you look at a saguaro and you're like, oh shit, those are 900 years old or whatever they are. 100 years before they get their first arm. Yes. They can be up to like 300. Creosote bushes are the same. Like the yeah. oldest, they're like one sure. of those, you know, uh, juniper. It amazing when it rains. That's one reason. That's oh that's one reason why I want it in my yard. But they're also one of those oldest bushes. Like if you, like they they um, they repopulate uh, underground sort they're of thing. They're asexual. They they reproduce by cloning themselves. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Is that what something that is? like that? I know yeah. that there's uh, like the three thousand year old tree that's Methuselah. like a juniper. Methuselah. The, in, the Methuselah. I think it's a pine of some sort. Yeah, in California. California. In Mexico, there's a ring of creosote that's yes. just as old. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's like an eye and it's like a I knew the name of that area. ring until you started talking about it. Sorry. Well, I like creosote. Most people look at it and say, oh, look at those sticks. And I'm like, oh, look at this. That smells it's great. It's sticks, dude. It's like little tiny, like green, yeah. yellow leaves. And, then, yeah, and they've the got little, they little fuzzy yellow. thingies. With, yeah. yeah. It's fucking smells great them. when it rains. The, the desert when it rains is one of the most beautiful smells you can ever yeah. smell. And it's mostly due to creosote. 
Yep. That's why I want I want three or four in my backyard. I want maybe a couple of my front. You don't have to water them. You know why? Because they're fucking native. They're native, yeah. They're native. Well, until it stops raining here because of global warming. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Climate change. Right. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We will see. We will be seeing that. We will see. <laughs> yeah. Then How about monsoon season this year? Uh, pretty happy with it. I mean, yeah. it was okay. Did you see my pictures from monsoon? I did. Yeah, I did see that. right. Pretty good. I like the one you're, where you can where you resign, David. You're like, ah, oh, David. It was like the same picture, but just like a little bit earlier, a little bit, right? You're like, ah, oh, David, you got a good one there. I think like I may have. I might. Well, when was it? It was a couple a couple days ago. I might be repressing that memory because I don't remember oh. what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Either way, yeah. I do not want to admit that another photographer might have better pictures. Yeah, you said that though. I thought. I, Unless it was the other way around. I'm again bottling it up deep below. <laughs> so stop talking. It's not your fault, Mark. It's okay. It's not your fault. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're actually talking about, but so yeah. I I want to get some. Uh, you know, creosote. There's a couple different sage bushes I like that are native to our desert. Okay. But I mean, the illegal part is I'm gonna go take a shovel to the desert that's just on the median. I'm not behind the barbed wire uh, fence. Don't do that. I, to our listeners, don't do that. You shouldn't. I probably will never have a gall to go do it. But I, I look at the, the bulldozed, leveled and paved. Desert, pave the desert. Yes, you know? the developers are doing that, and they're fucking assholes. <sighs> so you can't be worse than a developer. So we'll see if this, if this grass does not grow, then I think I might actually like to try and build like Sonoran Desert in my front yard. I don't think it would hurt. I mean, that's, that's called xeriscaping. Yeah, but like I don't have that sand. I mean, I know I have caliche underneath, but I don't know where You'd I can You'd have go. to bring stuff in. Yeah, well, can I actually... I well, xeriscaping will use gravel most of the time, but I... I don't want rocks. I want I desert. I want Sonoran Desert. I don't think it'd be, it should be so hard. Sonoran Desert is kind of rocky, though. It is, it is a lot of rocks. It can be. It's not, it's not Sahara. It's not powder. It's uh, it's a rougher sand, but it's not. It's kind of a mix. Depends mm-hmm. on where you are too. It definitely it's definitely regional. I want I want Peoria Desert. I don't really <laughs> want Goodyear Desert, but I know it'll be fine. Peoria Desert is much better than Goodyear Desert. I well, you have the, the Estrellas isn't that. The Estrellas, the Gila, the White Mountains. The like, Gila is cool bad stuff. because the Gila is choked with salt cedar. Uh, salt cedar. What is salt, salt cedar, cedar? Is a invasive species that has taken over the Gila River, like all the way, hmm. in the Salt River Valley, <clears throat> and it's choked up everything. So it's a tree. Yeah, it's kind of a tree. It's like a, it's like a shitty tree. <laughs> like a Palo Verde, then. <laughs> no, I love Palo Verdes. The problem with Palo Verdes is people water them. You shouldn't water them. If you water them, they're gonna fall over because their root systems are shit, and they'll get all like. They will outgrow themselves. I also think that they're not a tree. You should let them be a fucking bush. Because if you try and make it into a tree, they split down the they're fucking trunk. They're fine if you don't water the hell out of them. If you water the hell out of them, they grow too fast and they fall over. If you don't water them and just keep it like cut at like six feet, it'll be fine. Yeah. If it does, okay, yeah. If you keep it cut at six feet, sure. But people trim down low and let well, this thing grow into a tree that's all fucking jacked up. I'm saying you need to cut six feet and let it grow above that. Mm-hmm. But if you water it, it's going to grow itself into a failure condition. Mm-hmm. So that's a bad thing. They fall over all the time. They fall over on Karen's car. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Karen was parked on like three spaces away from one. Mm-hmm. And a mon- uh, monsoon wind, uh, 
outflow from a thunderstorm took down that branch right on top of the key. It was probably only a 20 mile an hour wind. And it's oh, no, 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 no. This was like a 55 mile, 65 mile an hour wind. This was like, holy shit. Like, so, yeah. uh, so she works in a bank and one of the um, insurance underwriters or something that like works in the bank as well has his window faces her car. So he's just looking out the window and he's like, that car's going to get hit. Yeah. Oh shit, that car just got hit. Yeah. Karen? Karen, <laughs> that's car her car. Just, just got, got hit. hit. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Calipers are fine. You just you, you don't water them. They grow too fast and then they get unstable. If you during the monsoon, if there's a tree that's split down its trunk, it's probably a palaverty. No other tree would like take a branch and then yes. splinter all the way down its main trunk. And that's Palaverde. Okay, me. sure. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's probably a 20 mile hate, an hour wind. Don't it, it hate w- them for that. It's I, not their fault. <laughs> it's not. They are treated, um, not, they're not treated the way that they were, you know, evolved. And that's, yeah. that's the whole thing. I share that sentiment. Yeah. It's like, you could grow a nice Palaverde, but it's going to look more like a bush. Oh, speaking of that, I, I'm growing a mesquite tree in the back. And yeah. You're like, oh, those are weeds. I'm like, oh. yeah, kind of a weed. But I've been like, uh, espaliering it, espaliering it, depending on how you want to say it. It's a French technique where you take each limb and you put them out to the sides, mm-hmm. and you're making like a two-dimensional structure out of this tree. Well, it's very beautiful. Grapevines, yes. It's one thing you do with grapevines. You can do it with apple trees and palm trees, or uh, not palm trees. You can definitely not do it with palm trees, <laughs> but you can do it with like fruit trees and that sort of thing. And it's just a nice way to like make them nice and beautiful, and you grow them like that. And this thing's like three feet tall. I go to Boys of Bear Canyon. Karen doesn't water. It's dead. Oh. Yeah. Three days. Three days. Which probably tells me it wasn't the healthy to start with. Oh. So there's that. Because it's a mesquite tree. It's fucking native. It shouldn't have died. Are the... Okay, so there's... I've called them a couple names. I know there's the... I call them Mexican Birds of Paradise. Yep. That's Uh, a thing. I think they're also like the Pride of Barbados, but they... Nah, it's not a thing. That might be a thing in Barbados. It's not a thing here. It's a thing at a tag at like a Home Depot. Yeah, it's not a thing. Okay. They're Mexican the, birds of paradise. The leaves look like mesquite trees. Do you know if they are a ver- a descendant? They are not. They're the genus or something. It's one of those like, oh, it's a monocot. So it blah, blah, blah. like it's I like those. Lots of different things have those leaves, including goat heads. Goat heads look like little palaverdi or little mesquite trees mm-hmm. until they don't grow into a tree and they grow into a giant fucking nasty ass caltrop. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that look like that. I like the Mexican bird paradise because I think, for, especially for a desert, they have flowers for a really long time. And to me, they look pretty. They can flower pretty much all year, as long as they don't get frosted. Yeah. They'll be fine. Those things grow... Months and months. If you have a little flowers. protected area in the shade, those things can grow all year. They look full sun to me, no? Well, if you put them in the shade, they won't get frosty. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I say that, but like... In my head, it's like, oh, they're in a little protected alcove that doesn't get full cold. And that's why it'll not be. Anyway, Hmm. in the shade is bad for things because it will get frosty. But I'm talking myself up a hole. (laughs) I'm going to mark that. Up the river. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, Mexican bird of paradise. You can pretty much grow them all year round. They might die back, but they'll come back if you do them right. So, like like I said, some creosote. I don't know if I can. I've never seen that at Lowe's. You no. can't go buy that at Home Depot. They don't sell native species because they want you to come back and buy more when those things die. Yeah. If they sold native species, they would just sell you one and then you'd never come back. So then I'll, I don't know if I could, if they're seeding right now, but I could, I definitely want to grow some. You know, it is seeding. Uh, it's too late. Never mind. 
Mesquites. Mesquite were about a month yeah, ago. I missed my collection. Oh well. Yeah. That'd be good too. We got some other succulents. So the last time we went to the store, I got grass seed and then some succulents and one uh, plumeria tree. Apparently they're full sun and will grow. I don't know if it will flower, but if I could have a little plumeria tree, that'd be cool. A little piece That's of good. One of the biggest things, other than just full sun or partial shade or whatever, you want to look for drought tolerant. Drought tolerant, yeah. Drought tolerant is one of the biggest things here because it will just, you don't water it every day. It's yeah. going to be in a drought condition, quote, quote. So, you need those. Yeah. So that's the thing to look out for. So I'm growing grass now. Scott seed. Of course. <laughs> of course it's Scott seed. Of course. There's only other, like, only one other Bermuda type grass. of seed. So really here's use. something that I always thought that you had, like, you had Bermuda grass. It was, you know, good in the heat and all that. But that was, like, your main grass. And in the winter, if you still needed a pretty lawn for some whatever reason you can't want to rye because your HOA is going to piss at you well i so i'm fi i'm figuring that my HOA is going to make me plant winter rye which is such a waste to me such a waste well, just of water. take the fucking thing out and you won't have to worry about it so yeah some other people have said like why don't you put other colored rock down and then i had someone else say <laughs> well, just paint some green rock well there's environmentally safe green spray paint you can put don't do lawn. that because you don't live in Sun City. <laughs> Sun City. Okay, so our HOA has a thing like you can't put uh, unnatural colored rock down. Yeah. Okay. So. But there's rocks of all But colors. green rocks are fine. First off, okay. Every color in the rainbow, you can yes. find rocks of That's that. That's what color. I was just thinking. Like, you can find blue rocks. It's mm -hmm. not common, but you could find blue rocks. That's called natural. sapphire. I'm going to have a sapphire lawn. <laughs> <laughs> It's glinting in the sun. Yes. Blue sapphire lawn. Yeah. So it's it's a dumb thing to say in the first place. Like all of our paint colors for all the houses have to be earth tones. I know there is a commonly, there's like a common thing in English. Earth tones means this range of brown. brown. and green. Yeah. Uh, nope. Just brown. Just brown. Just brown. Earth. Man. Earth. The just the mud. All right. So you can't do green. But red's okay. There's like a pink that is apparently an earth tone. Which doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. Sedona's Earth. Somehow our house ended up looking like a birthday cake. <laughs> it looks like chocolate frosting. It's weird. Hmm. Anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, in Sun City, in Sun City West, they have white rocks, which totally a natural thing. Quartz. Mm -hmm. But not a thing that you would find in, like, massive Mass quantities. <laughs> <laughs> like a field. Or in, like, a paisley pattern on... Like edged with little stones and like ah, it's it's dumb. Anyway, it's a giant double standard, and front yards are silly, and people should just chill the fuck out and be like, "Your house isn't an investment. Your house is a place you live." So, how much water do you use a day? I like. Do you want to get into like? I wear sneakers that were produced with fifteen no, gallons I'm not of water. About like the paper plate and how much the factory. How much does my house use? Yes. At my pump? I have no idea. If our, we have gallon per flush toilets, mm -hmm. probably use those two or three times a day. Mm -hmm. I don't always, but sometimes, if it's mellow, or if it's yellow, let it mellow. You know? <laughs> I have a dog, so I don't really want pee breath, so. And I'm not going to close the lid because I'm a fucking barbarian. Barbarian. You know, I probably flush at most four how times much, a day. How much do you use when you water your garden? A lot. <laughs> That's probably my biggest. A hundred gallons? Not a hundred gallons a day. 
Not 100 gallons a day. <laughs> Nowhere close to 100 gallons a day. So probably like 15 gallons. I can't day. even quantify this, Dan. Okay. I have. I have. I'm trying. To I have 15 containers. Okay. They each get seven to ten seconds of hose in a spritz nozzle. So okay. that restricts the water flow to start with. They each get like seven to ten seconds. It just fills them up like a quarter of an inch, and then that soaks in. Mm-hmm. I do that every day at noon, which is dumb. But I have I put hay over them. I've insulated them, so I'm not. If, I'm it's not losing a lot to evaporation. Yes. It's all soaking in and actually being used. I water my garden, but right now I don't have a garden, so all I have is like a basil plant and a mint plant. Mm. It's the only things I care about. So, f- 15 gallons, maybe. Maybe. That seems estimating on the high end. I feel like that's high, because so, if I think of what a 15-gallon tank looks like, I don't think I put that much water on my garden. Yeah. But I could. So I've measured, I, I've quantified, if I turn my, fo- my uh, hose on full, mm-hmm. I get about five gallons in a little bit less than a minute, right around a minute. Do you have a nozzle on it? No, that is open <clears throat> hose. Okay. And and I think my house pressure is a little low, like forty something psi for the house. I can't even quantify that. So yeah, I I think most houses are something like fifty. It's going to depend on your faucet something. and what you're doing. So. Yeah, and and just your city and where your house is and the development and. Yep. How close you are to the pump? Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like I should use less water. And How you should use less water? Hmm? I what? I didn't hear you because of coffee. I, I feel like I should use less water. I agree with you, and I have a feeling, Dan, we're going to be forced to use less water very soon. Within three years? Uh, within two years, because two years. the 2017 projections for Lake Mead came in, mm-hmm. we're safe. We're not in drought conditions. I'm using quote fingers. We're not in quote in drought conditions for 2017, mm-hmm. but we are projected to be drought conditions for 2018. Okay. Which means that our, our take of Lake Mead water will be cut, mm-hmm. which means our take of Lake Powell water will be cut because Lake Powell is pretty much fucking low anyway. Our Cap Canal water comes from the Colorado, which comes mm-hmm. from Lake Mead. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Phoenix has been banking water in our aquifers. So we've been taking our Cap Canal water allotment every year. We don't use all of it. We put a lot of it back in the aquifer underneath our city. Mm-hmm. So we can then drop a wa- uh, well and get that water back. So we're banking it. But <laughs> this will be the first year that we won't get like our full allotment of water. We're starting to get into the... like If, stuff, if the weather doesn't cooperate... Yeah. Three, four years down the line, there's going to be like, you can't water your lawn on Wednesdays. Yes. Or Sundays. And or Fridays, no. you can only lawn, only people on this side of the street with even number addresses mm-hmm. can water their lawns on Tuesdays. I like, it's going to start getting into that. And then it's going to be like, oh, you, you can't flush your toilet. Like, look at Pine <laughs> Strawberry. Yeah. Pine Strawberry have been under water restrictions. I don't know if they've been continuously under water restrictions, but... When I was 12, they were under water restrictions. Hmm. They were like giant billboards when you entered town. That was like, if you're staying in a hotel here, don't flush your toilet if it's yellow. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't have any water. Don't fuck around. Yeah. So we're going to be into that. Tucson's been doing that. Pretty much all of Arizona has had some measure of that. And if you look at the Arizona subreddit, it's, hee hee, Phoenix is about to get restrictions, you fucking assholes who have not had restrictions forever. Yeah. 
It's about fucking time, you bastards. Like yeah. that's the that's the outside of Phoenix sentiment, sentiment yeah. which totally is deserved because you know it's fucking yeah. it's retirement with championship golf. The, the golf course. There's so many fucking golf courses. But they'll argue the golf course isn't the problem. The agriculture is the problem. And I'll argue, fuck you. What do you eat? You eat yeah. fucking food that comes from the fucking agriculture. Yeah. Shut your fucking mouth. You can golf on your own fucking time. You don't need grass for that. Like, fuck you. Sand traps. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Golf annoys the shit out of me. But, uh, and they're going to say, the agriculture is the problem. Well, guess what, dude? Phoenix has been agricultural since it began. It started as an agricultural area. 2,000 years ago. And for 2,000 years, it was an agricultural farming community. The Indians had fucking canals that they used to farm. They had 110,000 acres right around Pueblo Grande. They they had 80,000 people yeah. in the year 600. And like, it's farming, dude. This is a farming valley. So where did they golf, though? God. <laughs> oh, God, I hate, I hate that. You know you get sentiment. Mark when he says God. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Uh, the retirement communities, the golf, the, the fact that there's fucking six million people here now like six god damn it dan that's the problem hey calm down calm down it's, yes you're right so when we do go into water restrictions the first people to go and i'm sad that i live in surprise right now because surprise is gone <laughs> gilbert's gone chandler's gone mesa's gone mesa's probably Good fine because they've been here forever because the mormons were like we locked down our water rights a long time ago fuck all y'all <laughs> i'm sure they have that sorted somewhere tempe's probably fine phoenix city is fine Goodyear probably isn't in a great spot. No. Litchfield's probably not in a great spot. I already see billboards for Goodyear like, don't don't water your yard until it puddles. Well, that's just dumb to start with. So well, if you go to don't create puddles, don't create puddles. I mean, yeah. So there's actually a, like a um, there's a computerized like uh, so they don't sell it at Home Depot yet, and I'm sad because I've tried to find it. But there's a a new like app enabled sprinkler controller. I've seen that. That does like intelligent watering. The intelligent watering is like it'll spray for like a minute just mm-hmm. to get water on the grass. It'll start to sink in. Then it stops. And it'll wait ten minutes. And then it'll spray the full like three, four minutes, whatever it needs to do. And yeah. what that does is it lets the the like if you just spray a whole bunch of shit, it'll just puddle up and run off. Yeah. But if you spray a little bit, it it'll wait. Like opens up pores. It opens up the pores. It kind of yeah. lets everything expand. And then when you actually go and water, it just soaks right in. So I've noticed that I actually, where uh, some people water for 10 minutes, I water for now three. Since my water. I had to cut mine down because we had a leak. So I had to like, oh, shit. do that. So we've Damn. had issues. I actually need to get on that leak because. Yeah. I'm putting it off. It's underneath my my driveway. It's a pain in the ass. And my drip system's leaking. I have I don't turn it on. I go out and water by hand. I think I think it froze. We had a hard freeze last winter, and like, uh, whatever. Yeah. Homeowners, man. Home, go, being a homeowner sucks. Gonna go dig a fucking hole. And I don't and know some caliche. Yeah. Well, uh, my problem is. Do you have a pickaxe? I have access to a pickaxe. I don't think I have one here. Okay. My dad has one. I don't have one. <clears throat> I feel that I would feel a lot better if I had a pickaxe. Because that pickaxe is fucking beautiful when you have to dig a hole in some caliche. That is very true. Yeah. I don't know if our listeners know what caliche is. If you're it's new clay. to the valley or if, you're, if you've never dug a hole here, which it's probably clay. is like 85% of the people. Yeah. Caliche is uh, calcium carbonate. It's a... a chemical process that happens when you rain on sand for a long time 
and eventually it just compacts down into clay about a foot down. So you go, oh, this is beautiful dirt that I can dig right under. And you put a fucking, you put a shovel into it, and you go, this is great, until now it's hard as rock. And that, that hard pan just stretches your entire yard. Yeah. And if you want to dig more than six inches down, you've got to bring out a breaker bar. Yeah. You need a 15 to 25 pound piece of steel. Or, or pickaxe. Or pickaxe. I say breaker bar, because breaker bar is much more fun to use. Pickaxe, you have to. Like, I don't know. Pickaxe is pretty sweet. It's fun to use, but it's tiring. Pickaxe, you have to swing it and you have to like bend down and shit. Break a bar, you can just stand it and let it go, and it goes. Yeah, yeah. I'd use either yeah. because caliche is just rocks and sand. So if you look at caliche, is clay. It's, yes. it's literally like it is a chemical reaction that makes little it, tiny particles that cement themselves together into mm-hmm. a giant armpit. And if you look at it in a uh, in a microscope, it looks like sand in, in a microscope. And when you add gypsum to it, it's like adding marbles to the sand, to the jar of sand, and you kind of create pockets of air, and that's kind of what lets. It's nutrient rich. It's very rich soil, but you it doesn't have the same like water drainage and air. It has to be broken air. up. And it has to be diluted. Yes, because roots need air. Roots yeah. can get a lot of nutrients from caliche, but they can't actually grow very well because they can't get the air. Well, you can do gypsum. You can do perlite, which is what I use. Perlite, for vermiculite. Yeah. Well, I never used that. Vermiculite is that stuff that we went out and got a big jar of that one time. We were like, oh my god, I know this isn't gold, but it looks like it. Oh, yeah. That was vermiculite. Remember mm-hmm. when you like took a blowtorch to it and it like, made a worm? No. So that vermiculite, those little flakes. We took a, yeah, I mean, I know so, what it is. It's kind of like. Well, we went painting. We went like. We took around. a blowtorch to it? I took a blowtorch oh, to it. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> for those, for, okay, so Dan and I went out in the desert one day. We collected like a jar worth of this stuff that I'd never really seen before. It didn't look like gold to me. I knew it wasn't. It looked gold. like fool's gold. It looked like. Yeah, it kind of looked like fool's gold. It was definitely like bronze or gold colored, mm-hmm. but it didn't. It didn't. It did not look like gold. It like wasn't this heavy. is not fucking gold. Yeah, it wasn't dense. So I don't know what it was. It looked like it was like mica, where it was like flaked and it was uh-huh. all put together. So Dude. if you take a blowtorch, any one of those little tiny flakes of it, it would like it would do the whole like um, snake firework thing, where it would be like yeah, cobra. Like, those are like black cobra or something. Right? You know what it does though, like. It's a it's a flake. It's a two dimensional shape, mm-hmm. and you put a blowtorch on it, and it would become this three dimensional snake. It's like an Husker inch long. Husker do, Husker don't. You're, you're whistling kitty chasers. You Husker do's. You Husker don'ts. <laughs> <coughs> anyway, yeah. So vermiculite is a thing that you can use as well. I think yeah. uh, vermiculite is what they used in before asbestos in fireproofing things. So you could open up a wall in like a 1920s house and vermiculite would fall out of it. Hmm. Anyway, neither here nor there. So your lawn, <laughs> we've now talked about your lawn for like 45 minutes. It was uh, a prideful, arduous, and ultimately water-wasting task. Agreed. It needed to be done to appease the HOA yeah. until you can do zero escape or whatever Something you want. Else, yeah. I've already got my, I mean, this whole week, I'm just like, I could, that one, they're going to dig up that creosote in a matter of a month. I should go take a shovel to it and give it a proper home. I keep thinking that and I go, I don't want to be arrested or fined. <laughs> if it's on a development near your house, like where they're obviously going to build it's a house. On, it's across the street from a development on the, on this side of the barbed wire fence. You're like that plant. They're just going to kill. They're just going to put, they're, you know what I mean? They're going to put in a little strip of grass there and then put a yeah. mesquite in that's not from there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so sad. Dan, don't get caught. 
Don't get caught stealing <laughs> shit from the desert. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to take a saguaro. I don't even want to. No, no sguaros. I will say even like, don't even fucking joke about that. I don't fucking know. touch sguaros. I'm going to, yeah. That, that is a I personal. Have to, like, I've touched sguaros. Uh, go touch a sguaro. Go yeah. like caress them. There's like, if you just place my hand on them. And go, in wow, between the ribs, if you, as long as you're fucking, careful of those spines, yeah. you can touch them. They're good. Yeah. I've touched many a sguaro in my day. Don't fuck with them. Take a shovel to it and yeah, take the tap root out. If I hear about that, it'll fucking kill you. I will come to your house and I'll, sh- I'll hit you in the face with that shovel. I use, no, no, I just use them for target practice. Oh, man. When I, so when I was a little kid, we went to this rodeo with my cousin from New York. New York. And there were people shooting at a uh, saguaro. New York City. There were people shooting at a saguaro and it pissed me off. It, like, pushed a button I didn't know I had. I was like, we gotta do something about that. <laughs> yeah, you don't, no, you don't. Anyway. Some sentient, sentient being sort of, I mean, that's, I mean, you look at the desert, you can see the silhouette at night, and you're like, all right, those things are hundreds and hundreds, maybe a thousand years old. There's something special about Suarez, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. Greasewood, Greasewood, man. Go get your fucking Creosote. It's, the unsung, it's the unsung hero of the Sonoran Desert. No one's going to listen to this and go like, oh shit, Dan is going to get a Creosote bush. We should call I, I don't even think they're protected, first off. Especially not in a subdivision. Yeah. <laughs> like that's private property at this point. It's a creosote bush. It'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> don't touch cactuses. Don't I spread choya, because fuck choya. I don't. don't <laughs> like, don't go out of your way to kill choya. Don't help pear? them out. What about prickly pear? I hate prickly pear, too. I've got one growing in the background. Is that the one that they... Some of them have, like, a red hue <clears> to them. Prickly pear. They have eaves. It's just a cultivar. It's a different okay. type. Uh, the problem with prickly pear, prickly pear is if you let it, if you sit it in your yard, mm-hmm. it'll take your yard over. Mm-hmm. So pretty soon, like three years down the line, maybe five, ten years, you're going to start finding prickly pear fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it defends itself because it's prickly pear. Mm-hmm. It doesn't want you to come along and fuck with it. So like, it's just going to be everywhere. So if you go along, look at North Phoenix, there's a bunch of houses where it's just like, oh, look, there's a prickly pear on the, on the corner. And also, there's a prickly pear everywhere across that entire front yard. It's mm-hmm. just one giant prickly pear cactus. Like, yeah, they're kind of a pain in the ass. So, I mean, I like I like succulents. I don't think I want any cacti. Fishhook barrel cactuses are pretty cool. Like barrel cactus. Yeah, I was just barrel. thinking aloe vera. They, they grow super slow. Like, 100 years from now, that barrel cactus will be three feet tall. <laughs> okay, and it won't ever spread anywhere. It looks kind of neat. The fish hooks like curl in on themselves, cactus. so it's hard to hurt yourself on them. They have neat flowers. Like they're cool. Most cacti do have good yes, flowers. Most so. cacti have beautiful flowers. I I love cacti for that reason. They're mm. very beautiful. I don't like to touch them. And unfortunately, I have a little one growing in the backyard, and every time I move its pot, it bites me. It's like it's floppier than it looks, right? So like. I go to pick up the pot, and it just, like, curves over and goes, and now I have fucking, like, 17 little tiny it's brown like hairs a, yeah, stuck in my hand, and it hurts. A half a centimeter. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, so it has those, like, it has the big, like, inch-long spines. hook into you. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. Inch-long spines are cool. Like, they hit you, and it's like, oh, that hurts. I'm going to pull it out. I'm good to go. But at the base of those inch-long spines... It has like fifteen little tiny brown ones, and they those things jump into your skin. Fuck, I hate those. And J hook into your yeah. Yes, those ones yeah, jump. The first time that happened to me, it was it was like on a road trip too. So we were at a truck yeah. stop, and some female in the car had to pull out tweezers. And I was like, uh, why does this hurt so much? If you're out in the for in the forest, 
if you're out in the desert mm-hmm. and you get like jumping choy gets mm-hmm. onto your leg or something, two combs. Bring two combs with you. Put one comb against the skin, push down. Mm-hmm. Put one comb against like in along the cactus and pull up. Mm. Doesn't hurt at all. Gets that shit right out. Mm-hmm. It's good to go. Always yeah. bring two combs when you're in the desert. When I would go mountain biking, I would take two combs, a couple apples, lots of water. It was fun. <laughs> lots of water, man. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to push my buttons on all the things you should do in a desert. <laughs> make a lot of noise because snakes are scared of you. They're not going to bite you if, you if you make a lot of noise because they'll run away. Same with bears, but we don't got a lot of bears here. No. We do have a jaguar. Did you hear about that? Tucson oh. has a jaguar up in the mountains. Oh, it makes sense. There's some sort of predatory cat, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's like the northernmost part of their range, but hmm. there is one now. Because they found them on a... Uh, I officially hate rabbits now because <laughs> they killed uh, three of my four plants. My grandfather hated rabbits, and he always had, like, chicken wire around everything. Every single yeah. plant in his backyard had chicken wire around it. He never had any I problem with rabbits. I don't before. have any chicken wire around my backyard, and I know I have a rabbit back there because he runs away from my dog. He doesn't, he, doesn't, though. he doesn't eat that my shit. Helps. Well, no, no, no. He doesn't eat my shit. Yeah. I can stand in the back back door and look See, at the rabbit and be like, he's eating my grass. But he doesn't eat my basil. He doesn't eat my... This dude would get on his hind leg tippy toes and eat his... So my, my basil plant was maybe a foot and a half tall. And the first foot was picked bare. And I had this little tiny... I was like, I wonder, am I not watering enough? What's? Why are my plants... Running? And he killed my pepper plant. Yeah. I had an awesome that. plant. Yeah, had, we gave you those as a housewarming gift. Those four plants, yeah. yeah. And they ate... the guy Because I had these big... <clears throat> like, the way I trimmed it, it was just beautiful. I knew when to... How to cultivate if you will the these basil plants and i just these big juicy leaves and this rabbit was like oh yeah you know <laughs> like i'm getting these fuckers and he took out my pepper plant took out one of my basil plants my oregano has gone i don't know so now like and, and what you need to do is lovely, put them on a what? table and and or bricks underneath the gate I, I found out where they're coming in yeah but so I don't know, they already killed the plants, so... Well, just go get some more plants. Yeah. They're like three bucks each. Yeah. If you give them from seed, you can get a packet of a thousand of them for three bucks. There you go. Yeah. Which I can do. I can. And do. then you just throw them in a pot and you forget about Propagate. it. Propagate. Um, Since you have little, like, we irrigation We some things. succulents, which are good, because you got to water all those, like, once every two weeks, maybe. Yep. And we have which those. I water mine every day, because I'm retarded. It depends on the succulent. They seem to be all right. Um, I had, so when we first moved in, I bought some annuals, like some petunias or something. And I had some petunias make it until, like, basically I gave up on them last week. Out of three pots, one of them made them till, made it till last week. Mm-hmm. The mums probably made it till, one of the three mums made it till, like, the middle of July, end of July, which way past their expiration date, in my opinion, for, for Arizona. Funny, when you're, when you're looking for... Plants annual means you have to do that shit every year. Is it? An annual is yes. not like this will come back year after year. That's perennial. Perennial. Annual is you, you do it annually. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, don't buy like annual Bermuda grass. That is the antithesis you know what, of what ben, you're going for. <laughs> I feel like this is a thing that everyone knows. But no. I didn't know until like five years ago. And like you didn't know until just recently, and that part I knew just just from my dad and planning uh-huh. winter rye and explaining the Bermuda grass, but I've had explained that to other people recently. 
<laughs> annual is not I like every code. year. Yeah. Yeah. So. Fair enough. <laughs> so this has been Garden Moment with Dan and Mark. Uh, good website. U of A has excellent information. The about U of A Extension Office mm-hmm. is where you need to go if you need like garden help in Arizona. Good website stuff. Specifically, Phoenix, weirdly enough. Hmm. Tucson and Phoenix are similar, but definitely not the same ecology. But the U of A has shit for Phoenix, too. So Yeah. Uh, their so vegetable weird. planting calendar is something that I reference every year. Yeah. They have a solid website, man. <coughs> U of A has a good... U of A's got a lot of good things. They're a solid research. Just, I mean, if the campus... They did fuck up thing. the Mars lander, though. <laughs> I think that was U of A. That might have been Lockheed or something, but... That was Arizona that fucked that one. ASU did the Mars Lander, right? The Mar- the I don't rovers? remember. Somebody in Arizona put in kilometers when it should have been miles or something, and oh. it just fucking impacted on Mars. It was like, whoops. That was Arizona's fault. Good times. Mm. So that was us. <laughs> Crater U of A. <laughs> yeah, we do a lot of other things, you know. We're so th- I know the other rovers were ASU. I don't remember. I don't know if... The rovers were. I think this was like a lander. It was specifically a thing that was going to like land there and take pictures and get soil samples and oh, stuff. Okay. But I don't know if it would like move around. I'm talking about like Curiosity and stuff. Those are partly. Those are different than what I'm talking about. Okay. It was like a Mars lander, which was like a thing that would just land on Mars. But it landed that. three <laughs> miles inside of Mars, which is <laughs> not possible. So it just went <laughs> boom, boom into Mars. So that, that was less than 10 years ago, yeah? No, that was a long time ago. That was, really? Yeah, that was when I was 15 or something. It was oh. a long time ago. So like 40 years ago? Yes, I was 15 40 years ago, Dan. Okay. Doesn't my voice say... 55? I'm 55. Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> I sincerely hope not. So, Stranger Things, No Man's Sky, Gardening, HOAs, Water... What else we got? Uh, well, we could talk about merfolk. <laughs> we could talk about merfolk. Modern merfolk. I actually had things on a, on, on a thing that I wanted to talk about, but it's, at this point, uh, a mood point. We need to we need to stream a magic game is what we need to do. We need to get a little GoPro and we need a AZFYIMTG edition. <clears throat> I can dream, can I? We'll do that when we have more than ten people listening. <laughs> and I don't even think we have ten people listening. We got ten <laughs> downloads, which I don't think is the same as ten people actually listening. Yeah. So there's that. Especially probably if, two of those are us. Especially if two of those are us. <laughs> Maybe Karen. Probably my dad. I tell people. I do you want me to get the word out? It goes on Facebook. Do you want me to tell people at work to listen? I don't to the really podcast? know what that means. It goes okay. on Facebook, but people tell me that you need Facebook. I don't. I don't know yet. Do you want me to tell people at work? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? It's okay. a thing. I'm, dude, we're on like SoundCloud, iTunes. We're on everything now. I, I can We're on that. Stitcher. Whatever that is. Uh, see, I'm savvy with the technology. No, no, no. I know, I know what all this shit is. I'm hamming it up here, but it's out there, you know. How about them D-backs? I don't know. I've watched two games. They've lost like 14 to 2. Uh, the D-backs are a sore subject in Maricopa County at the moment. Yeah, they're really bad right now. 
It's not their record that matters. It's their stadium? Yes, it is their stadium that matters. So the problem with the D-backs is the... Bob? The county paid something like $200 million to build that thing mm-hmm. for a private organization that is making its own money out of it. Part of the contract of that was the county would be on the hook for maintenance and repairs and also keeping it up to date and like making it, keeping it state of the art. That was like in the contract, we need a state of the art stadium. So you need to every year pay a bunch of money to make the scoreboard neat. Mm-hmm. The county said, fuck you, we're not paying this shit. Mm-hmm. You're a private organization. There's no reason for us to pay this. Makes sense. Sports people will tell you, no, it's the county. It just doesn't want to pay its obligations. Me would tell you, fuck them, dude. They're a private organization. They should build their own shit if they want. They should pay their own way. They should make their own fucking repairs. They should make their, like, they want a cool scoreboard? Do a fucking bake sale, dude. Like, pay your own fucking way. So the county, I, so I'm, I'm mixed because the county, the state doesn't have a good track record of, like, not doing super shady deals and having problems with money. So this was the thing. It was like, rumors were the county was going to sell the stadium. Okay, that's cool. Two days later, the county had already sold the stadium for $65 million. Mm-hmm. Cost us 200 something. Seems like the buyer got a good deal. Mm-hmm. It's an investment firm out of California that bought it. Like, I don't know what's going on there. A lot of people don't really know what's going on there, but it definitely seems like super shady and... I'm kind of okay with washing our hands and walking away and being like, fuck them. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what that's going to do, and who knows how it's going to work out. It's super shady, super weird. Like, what it sounds like to everyone is that we've privatized profits and we've socialized losses, (laughs) and the county's paying a bunch, like, losing a bunch of money because. They're bailing out of whatever. So uh, whatever. They're getting out of this this um, contract that is not favorable to the county. So I'm happy we don't have this obligation to pay a bunch of money for a sports team. I don't give a fuck about. I don't give a fuck about that stadium. That stadium took out a bunch of prime real estate downtown mm-hmm. that was shitty when they built it, but could be beautiful old inventory that we could re reestablish now. It was the warehouse district. It's a bunch of areas. Yeah. That stadium is a fucking joke. Like, there's no reason for that thing to be down there. And I'm gonna, I know people who, like, I have family who love the deep, the Diamondbacks. They go to every game. They have season tickets. They're, like, sweet holders. Like, they fucking love these people. Like, I'm sorry, guys. It's baseball. If we shouldn't be subsidizing baseball. We shouldn't be subsidizing football. We shouldn't be subsidizing sports at all. There should be a fucking, like, spelling bee arena that we're paying for. That's the thing I can get behind. There should be a math la- mathlete like stadium. That we should do that shit. We need a fucking baseball stadium. And if we want a baseball stadium, pay for it yourself. We need to do this public money. Anyway, D-backs are a source subject. As I drink out of a D-backs cup. Mm. <laughs> that was a weird noise. Irony. Yes, very ironic that I'm drinking out of a Gonzalez cup. 2015 collector's edition. Diamondbacks. Gonzalez hasn't played for the Diamondbacks in about uh, over a decade. Well, I would imagine 2015 Collector's Edition. Collector's Edition. So when was the last time that Gonzo played? I mean, 2004? I do not know this. Yeah. 
I don't know. The colors are different. So why did they go to black and red? It's to stay state of the art. It's uh, it's black and red. What does that have to do with Arizona? I don't know. What we have colors? Cardinals. Cardinals are in the state. Yeah. Not just the football team. Like We have the Cardinal bird. Yeah. Are there diamondbacks here? Yes. There are diamondbacks here. What color are diamondbacks, Dan? Brown. Brown. They're brown. There's <laughs> different shades of brown. Yes. Are they black and red? They have pointy teeth. They do have pointy teeth. But and guess what? The logo doesn't have pointy teeth anymore. So fuck it. It doesn't? It's a D. No, it's not. Oh. Like, it's uh, whatever. It, it. It's neither here nor there. The, it's the, funny as the, the rattle. There's a rattle in the D. Well, yeah. I don't. I think that might be the old one. I think there's still a change. Like, yeah. you know. Regardless, the branding doesn't make any sense. The colors don't make any sense. Here the new owners don't make any sense. The privatizing the profits, the subsidizing the subsidizing the losses doesn't make any sense. I'm glad they're going to be gone and fuck them. Okay. I'm gonna draw a lot of hate from that, hopefully, and whatever. But I'm cool with I'm cool with kind of backing out of its deal on this. So let's talk coyotes now and their. I don't care about hockey. their deal with their stadium. <laughs> now, if you want to talk about arena football, let's bring the rattlers back. The rattlers. <laughs> Never been to a game. <clears throat> Linda's been to a game. She loved. it. I've been to several rattlers game as a child. Yeah. I had a maraca. They were good. I don't. I don't know. It did was. You, did you have fun? I had a lot game? of fun at those games. Mm-hmm. That's Linda all that blast, I care about. Yeah. They were fun. Mm. I mean, it's arena football. It's like half the length and yeah. different rules and totally just off the wall. It's fun. Makes you want to go watch the Olympics. <laughs> all right. And now we've come full circle. <laughs> yes, we have. So I had oh, the online outrage culture of No Man's Sky, the whole like everything. everything no Man's High, I thought, was the uh, official... I got a couple betas. One of them was for the TCG. There was like an online thing for Elder Scrolls. That's something that I don't think I have a whole lot of. It's kind of cool. It's like, have you heard of Hearthstone? Yes. It's their uh, foray. I thought Hearthstone was a top-down Diablo-style RPG. No, that's Heroes of the Storm. No, that's Torchlight. I thought it was Torchlight. Torchlight's not Blizzard, though. I don't know. But what no, I'm saying is, like, people, people started playing Hearthfire, and I was like, oh, that's that uh, top-down, like, D&D clone thing. Oh, yeah. oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, I'll try that. And then uh, it was not that. <laughs> so, Torchlight 2 is a fucking good game, though. Is it? I'm, yeah. I haven't even rationed Torchlight 2, you haven't played it? I'd play that with you. It's Diablo-style. Yeah. It's got to be fucking cheap. I don't cheap. like Diablo anymore, dude. When I, was, when I was young, Diablo was the shit. Yeah. I can't play those Torch- anymore. So had a blast playing Torchlight 2. Yeah, it's got to be cheap on Steam. Linda jammed that I game with us, too. It. You might have bought it for me. Something. We should find out. Bought a couple out. of games for me. We should fucking find out. Yeah, we yeah, should. Yeah, we should find out. Yeah. So, um, oh, and one last thing that I did bring up today in chat with you was the uh, K11 Mall in Hong Kong. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so there's, there's something that I've been noticing, and... Maybe it's just naivete and just like, oh, yeah, you stupid American. Naivete, you stupid American. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you stupid American. You uh, you think you're the biggest country in the world, right? Well, so I've been, I'm, I wouldn't say that I've been like broadening my horizons lately or anything like this, but I've definitely been doing a lot of research that's been like outside the, outside the U.S. I'm seeing a lot of things that make me think that like, 
we're not doing a lot of stuff in the U.S. Stagnant. We are stagnating quite a bit, culturally design-wise, mostly architecturally design-wise and, like, mm-hmm. cultural sensitivities. And I, it has a little bit to do with politics. It has a little bit to do with culture, but it's, like, technology and sustainability and all these things. I, I see a little bit... So, uh, episode four, we interviewed Bree Nation from Stronghold. Mm-hmm. She went to ASU, got a degree in sustainability mm. as like a, a discipline. So she's she she's going to run her wine business in a sustainable manner, using you know sustainable farming practices and yeah. sourcing her barrels from a sustainable source, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. So that's a good thing, but it's not it's not sexy. Like this uh, K11 mall in Hong Kong is like, uh, there's artwork all over the mall. There's interesting architecture all the way through it. There's even a place where you can, they grow mushrooms that you can have integrated into a meal that you buy from the food thing. Like the mushrooms are growing inside this place, like as a farm thing, which is inside this fucking mall. Like that's cool. There's all these presentations. There's, um, programs for kids that teach them how to do things. There's all these different things that are like super progressive mm-hmm. in China, Hong Kong. Like China, I, I, all, if I believe the propaganda that I'm getting from my media, China's not a progressive nation. Yeah. Hong Kong is different than China though. It was it until the British gave it back in 1999. Now it is just China. It, it is different culturally. Absolutely. The way you start businesses and the whole like yell, red tape part of it is different, I thought. Hong Kong. It, Starting, again, it used to be because it was a British protectorate for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Britain owned it until, oh, Britain was leasing it from the Chinese government until 1999. So Hong Kong has a huge amount of Western influence. Mm-hmm. So it is different than China, yes. But it, it ha, since 1999, their lease ended. Mm-hmm. British had to give it back to, to China. China has now kind of tried to integrate it into the rest of the nation. So it has changed since then. Hmm. It is more Chinese than it used to be. Okay. Uh, regardless, you're right. It is different culturally and differently. Different, and probably regulation wise. Yeah, I see. I, I thought there are different regulations for actually like starting a business. And it's much easier probably. to. I think there is something like the island of Hong Kong has different regulations than the mainland of I Hong Kong. I almost think it's like, I almost remember hearing maybe a year or two ago <coughs> that like if you wanted to start an LLC, it's one piece of paper, it's one form. It's a form that fits on one page. We have that here. out. And you can. It's 35 own a bucks due to the Corporation Commission. And then go down to the mall. I open filled up out three stall, of it. <laughs> yeah, like I, I know what you mean. Like, there's a lot okay. less barrier to starting a business. Yeah, there. something like that. Uh, I think so. Yes. Um, and China has China's like weird because it's capitalist and also communist still. Um, whatever. Regardless, this thing is like super modern, super interesting architecturally. Has a bunch of uh, like interesting programs that educate children about sustainability and all of these things. We don't have anything like that here. Mall of America is just a bunch of fucking like. Oh, that's it's like twenty. It's like water years slides old. and fucking sure, oh, it's really yeah. old, but it wasn't responsible when it started. Oh, yeah. We don't have anything like that. When we don't was have it created in the eighties or nineties? I don't know. Ask Karen; she's been there. Mall of, Mall of America. <clears throat> Regardless, I that no, is not the only not example on my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> I've been near it. It didn't look cool from outside. Um, I don't know. They, look at what Dubai is doing. 
Dubai has a bunch of money and they're in the middle of a desert and they're just throwing money at the problem of being in a desert. Yeah. Gigantic buildings, which may or may not be a good idea, depending on your, <laughs> I mean, when you've got the towering inferno of like, oh, there's this place is on fire. We might not know how to deal with that because we just had big buildings in the last 10 years. Like, uh, they're going to be growing pains and all this, but like, America doesn't have any progressive things going on, man. We're stagnating. There's like nothing cool in America right now. I think our beer, beer culture is pretty good. Yeah, but beer, dude. Like, our beer and food culture is cool. But that's it. That's cool. But where's our arcologies? Where's our. Like, Why isn't Arizona the solar capital of the world? That's a good question. Yeah. Why Why is Arizona not the solar capital? Why exactly. isn't every fucking thing in Arizona made out of solar like solar panels? Because we get 320 days it? of sun a year? Something like that, yeah. We, like we have, Plus, that's actually a conservative estimate. Yeah, that's a conservative estimate. I'm trying to be nice. Like, <laughs> There's no fucking reason why we shouldn't be on solar, on wind, on geothermal, on anything else. <sighs> Like geothermal might be a little bit hard here, but there are definitely alternative sources. There's all this stuff. We have a nuclear power plant right over there that we don't even get powder from. We get maybe 5% of that power. So what's going on with the corporate? Do you know, have you followed the corporate commission and the dealings with ARP and SRP and solar and all that stuff? I don't know what you're getting at. The, so like either SRP or ARP was leaning to get. APS. 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 Uh, SRP, one of those has different legislation, something like that. No, let's see. I'm, I'm, I might get my vernacular. Yep. This is our understanding of the facts. We will probably be wrong. Yes. But this is how we understand the, them at the, the moment the, without doing research. Yes. The Corporate Commission has put through, put through different you know, fees and such for they, going solar yeah. that kind of get in the way of, you know. Okay. Getting, getting this fucking community. APS is pro-solar. SRP might not be. What, what do you mean by that? How do you know that AA... Because APS is paying to put... Well, APS is co-paying with the schools to put a neighborhood solar everywhere. Oh, okay. You don't see SRP doing that. And maybe they are doing that. I don't have SRP here. We get APS. But, like, APS is pushing neighborhood solar. It's not necessarily for individual houses. Mm-hmm. What APS wants to do is when there's a spike, like, in the summertime, mm-hmm. when everybody turns on their fucking ICs, well, like, 30% of that power doesn't have to come from Page, where we've got this coal <laughs> power plant that provides a lot of our power. We're not, we're not getting the power from there. We're getting it from Kingswood Park Elementary School, which is yeah. right there. Yeah. The, the sun energy is falling on this thing, like a block from my house. And it's just cells. like coming through the blinds and it's, it's helping to power my AC yeah. during the hottest part of the day. That's super cool. It's not the solution. It's not a hundred percent solution. It's not even 80%. It's not 60% solution, but it helps. It helps take, take the edge off of that. Like peak time. Every house should have fucking solar panel. On, I agree. Right? Uh, yeah. Elon Musk, Tesla, is now going to be pushing out solar roof tiles. Yes. So your fucking roof is going to be 100% solar, solar panels now. Yeah. I f- I I'm cool with that. Let's I do it. F- I f- but there's, there's certain things that um, don't jive with the energy companies because yes. they well, the have energy, to pay is, for the infrastructure... And here's the thing. If you're not off the grid, you're still connected to it. Mm-hmm. They have to pay 
for the all grid. of the grid. That's what I'm so saying. who's going to help subsidize that? Is it going to be the government? Is it going to be the people that are still connected? Yes, you may have solar, and that deals with 95% of your electricity needs. But for that 5% that you need to use their grid, mm-hmm. well, guess what? Now that 5% has to cover all of the costs for all of the grid yeah. to get that shit to your place. So Why? per kilowatt hour, you're going to be paying a lot more yeah. for that 5%. So I want the Salt River Project to finally be like Salt River and Solar Project, the SSRP. Solar and Salt River Project. <laughs> like, So here's the other thing about solar. Why aren't they pushing out home? People will. You get the crunchy people who will say... Solar isn't the best thing because it wastes a lot of precious metals. It wastes a lot of water in the production of the chips. Mm. It's The silicon is not environmentally friendly. The uh, the solar cell, the cells themselves will have to be disposed of somehow. Mm-hmm. Like It's not a perfect technology. There's not a lot yet, of waste, yeah. and it is not necessarily better for the environment than nuclear or wind or whatever you want to say. Yeah. It is definitely better than coal or clean coal, quote fingers, clean coal, which coal is not clean no matter fucking what. It's cleaner than just regular coal when you put a fucking filter on the end of it. It's still fucking dirty ass coal. Regardless. Like, solar is not the be-all end-all perfect technology, but there is something that's telling in the fact that every time that I've played SimCity since I was eight years old, I skip every form of technology and I just go straight to solar and wind. Every time I play SimCity or City Skylines or any fucking game where I have to like put down a power plant, I have never used a coal power plant in any of them. I just go solar and wind, motherfucker. Yeah. And it's always like, oh, well, solar and wind is so much more expensive because we they build in this whole thing like your coal power plant is dirty and cheap. So yeah. that's cool. I'm just going to, I'll work around it. <laughs> I'm good. Just, I don't know why, but like I've always, I've always used renewables. I never want to use anything that's like not renewable because I have this weird, it's like Minecraft. I can't use, anyway, long story short, all of the games were like, oh, this, the world is finite, Mm -hmm. nearly infinite. It will take you 85 quintillion years to use up all the resources in this world. My brain will go like, oh, well, they're finite. I can't use any of those. I need to, I need to skip directly to the renewable option that will just that I can just leave here for a million billion years and no. it will just be fine when I come back. So Elon Musk is going to be developing our batteries, uh, putting solar Elon on. Elon Musk owns the future, Dan. We're going to be. Just suck his dick <laughs> and understand, like, ta- like Tesla. Suck his dick. I'm just saying, like, wanna... tickle the balls, open your mouth, and get ready because Tesla's going to own our future. I, dude, I don't want, I don't like the fact that there's one guy that's going to be doing it all, but I do like the fact that he's doing it. And like, I like the fact that somebody's fucking doing it. Yeah. So somebody's got to do it to open the door because all of these people are just. Why isn't that us? Because we're not smart, man. Because mm. we sit in a little room and talk about. Elon Musk. <laughs> I was talking about tickling balls. Yes, I will own that, Dan. I did do this. You did do that. So regardless, I'm glad that somebody's doing it. I don't want to say like, oh, this is going to be the utopia. This is the opening up of the door of like a post scarcity society and we will all be living in crunchy land and playing guitars on this like there's gonna be a lot of challenges coming and having one person own the future is not a good thing he seems all right now but he totally seems like a bond villain like i can see him one day like elon musk just picked up a cat oh fuck now like it's on he's full on cat elon musk just adopted a kitten Mm-hmm. Mr. Bigglesworth 
Oh. Like, he's going to turn in Dr. Evil someday, is okay. what I'm trying to say. Okay. So, like, I don't know. I trust the guy. Because he's Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> but you never know. You don't ever put your all your eggs in one basket, is what I'm trying to say. And I want the future, and I want it to come. That motherfucker is, like, making it happen, like, super quick. Yeah. That's good. Are we going to die on Mars, Mark? I'm not going to die on Mars. I, I, I ain't never Mars. going to Mars, dude. Don't want to die on Mars. I'm going to slip on my virtual reality glasses and pretend like I'm on Mars. And then I'm going to get bored and I'm going to pull them off and be like, oh, I'm still in my bed. I'm cool. Uh, I have another Linda-ism. Earlier this week, she said, you know when old ladies get vomit mouth? And I had to say, you mean verbal <laughs> diarrhea? I have to tell you, vomit mouth immediately gave me shivers, and I don't like that. Boys of Bear Canyon. No. No, well. For Joe. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did throw, yeah. Yeah. There was a, a Sunday morning we're cleaning up everything, and there's like a bag that's tied up, and I'm like, is this ours? He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, okay. So I put it in, my, in the, the like, trash <laughs> bucket. He's like, <sighs> I'm like, what? He's like, I threw up in that. I'm like, uh, why did you make me touch that? <laughs> Why did you tell me that after you I said, put it in my trunk? That's mine. That's what you say to that. You go, no, 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 no. That's mine. <laughs> yeah, so we included it with all the other trash, you know. Thing. Oh. Pack it in, pack it out. I want it in my trunk. <laughs> so there's that. Take only memories, leave only footprints. And Inc. vomit. <laughs> <laughs> Those days are long gone. I've, I've learned to temper myself. I'm, I'm very boring now when I go there. All right. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? You can see my beautiful flags. Yes. I was going to say audio proofing. Yeah, yes. So we didn't have our intro. I should have. Oh, yeah. What is our intro? intro? I had it planned, but we'll have to do it next week. It's, let's do it now, and I can just move it to the front. That's not how that works. It is. The, um, Tell me what your intro I is. I for next week. Okay. Mm-hmm. You want to do any scoops? Scoops? Shout-outs? Shout-outs? Call-ins? Call you want to do a call-in? We have to have somebody call in to do a call-in, Dan. We could call in a pizza. What time is it? <laughs> Yeah. It's only, it's quarter to ten. We have time. All right, everybody. It's a Friday night, isn't it? It's been great. For whatever reason, I was like under the impression that like it was a I would like night. to get a gluten-free mushroom pizza. From where? And a borrow. Do you have a borrow around here? We do. Let's do this. All right, everybody. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you all for listening. This has been a bullshit session from Arizona FYI with Dan and Mark. This came a little late. We did say we were going to have it on Thursday. It is Friday night when we record this. C'est la vie. So that, that's the way things go. Uh, that's French for seize the moment. I believe it's c'est la vie. Nikki will fucking tell. <laughs> Nikki's going to laugh at this. I don't know. Regardless, thank you for listening and have a good one. I still don't really have a sign off for this. Carpe diem. Seize the moment. Molin Lobby. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. And good night.